2: Let's get back
3: to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on the last day of 2019, December 31st.
4: Ooh, happy New Year
3: 2019. Yeah. It's been a great year of podcasting, Tyler. It's been a damn good year going into a year number 2 of doing this. How do you feel? I feel great. All right. <laughs> the NFL season just like the year is also over, Tyler. We're heading into the playoffs. We're going to talk a little bit about things that happened in week 17. Most importantly, we're going to preview the playoffs. We're going to preview the wild card round, pick some spreads, and then we're also going to do our playoff brackets, going to do the same thing that we do with the MLB. We also went and saw Uncut Gems, Tyler, the last quote-unquote maybe potentially great movie of the year. Maybe. Adam, Adam Sandler getting some Oscar buzz. We're going to do our patent-pending movie scale on that movie, let see you know sa- if it really is a Oscar-worthy performance by Adam Sandler. Yeah, oh. see how the Sandman did. And then finally, to wrap up our decades list, We are doing the top ten movies of the decade. Dun dun. The most simple one: the ten best movies of the decade, and it's my ten personal favorite. I know I'm gonna piss you off with some of them, and I don't care. (laughs) Let's hear it. Let's get into the show.
0: I I don't feel so good. Cup, you can put it on the board. Yes.
3: And with the six overall pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, Tyler, the Los Angeles Chargers are going to select Tua Tagovailoa. You nailed that. Tua Tavagavalia. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for, Tyler. They'll be stupid, and then you'll get, like, uh, what don't you need? What do you think you're the deepest at?
2: You're going to get another defensive receiver
3: back. Receiver or line if they yeah if they draft like a defensive end <laughs> yeah no they're either gonna draft uh Tua if he's available and if not I think they're gonna draft Justin Herbert from the University of Oregon who I don't know much about so I cannot say whether or not I like it as a football fan if you're telling me we're going up against a team whose quarterback's last name was Herbert <laughs> I'm not very intimidated <laughs> So, yeah, that's the Chargers. Uh, they lost, but their loss did mean something. That's why I'm talking about them. I said we were only going to talk about games that matter. Their loss, Chiefs win, got them the number two seed in the AFC, Tyler. Yes, it did. How did that happen? Because the Miami Dolphins, Jason. The Miami Dolphins beat the New England Patriots. For the Patriots. second year in a row, beat the New England Patriots. What was the final score? 27-24, I believe. Um, yep, 27-24. Let's go with that. Um, Just a great day. Tom Brady threw a pick six for the first time in two years. Ryan Fitzpatrick out-dueled him, just like he always does. Um, happens sometimes, man. It's the magic, Dolph- The Dolphins, the team that everyone thought would be absolutely terrible heading into the year, actually won five games, the same amount as the Los Angeles Chargers. And I will say, I know we said we didn't, we're going to talk about the playoffs. Looking ahead, I think in like three years, four years, Dolphins are going to be scary. That's usually what happens when teams are really bad. But if you're a really bad team and you don't get the right coach, you can kind of linger in that mediocrity, a.k.a. the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Um, but the Brown, the, the Dolphins, I really like their coach, Brian Flores. Like they played up for him, you know, when the front office straight up said like we don't want to win. They have three first round picks next year. That's scary. Yeah. And I just think, you know, I, I like them. I like them moving forward. But, yeah, the Patriots lost. The Chiefs are now the two seed. That changes everything up. The Patriots have to play a wild card weekend, I think, the first time since, like, 2011 or something. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to see. Um, did you know they've never won the Super Bowl while in the Brady-Belichick era while being in the, having to play in the wild card? I believe they've gotten eliminated in the wild card, eliminated in the divisional round, and then eliminated in the conference round, the three times they've had to do it with Brady, which means they're just going to lose the Super Bowl this year. It's just worked its way up. <sighs> I'm just, you know what, we'll see what happens with the Patriots. We'll see when we talk about our brackets and our predictions. I'm just, I'm just happy to see them, you know, not so superhuman again. But Patriots fans still get the last laugh because they won six Super Bowls in 20 years. So I'm sure they're fine if their reign ends. Yeah, <laughs> and then the uh, the other <laughs> the other things that happened. The Titans won, just killed the Texans. And if you recall last week's podcast, I loved Houston plus four and a half. So much that i went against myself and boy was i correct in doing that it's good stuff it's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) textbook i don't know what i'm doing i'm just gonna pick against my gut and it was not even close (laughs) love seeing it uh this weekend jay i spent a mile in someone else's shoes why for this weekend i was a detroit lions fan oh that's right and boy do i know what it feels like to be a detroit lions fan because they were leading the whole fucking game like <laughs> choked it away at the very last second. Yeah, because if the Lions would have won, the Saints would have been guaranteed a top 2 seed and a first round bye in the NFC and the Packers won, so that led it to you know, it led to the 49ers Seahawks game Sunday night to determine whether or not you get a bye and the Seahawks literally came about 6 inches short of you getting a first round bye. Man got blown the fuck up on the goal line. I uh-huh. mean, you want to you want to give someone some fucking credit. I don't know who the 49ers player was that lit him up. Oh, I I remember his name. Go ahead and keep talking. He rocked his shit at the line. It was a... I think it was Dre Greenlaw. I think that's who it was. Rocked his shit at the line. To yeah. stop a fourth down touchdown. How... Did you watch that game live? I did. How was your reaction live when that stop happened? I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't. In. But were you like pissed I thought off? there was... Like, was I it like you th- were watching a Saints game? Were you all like, no! Yeah, I was pretty upset. Yeah. <laughs> He was pretty upset. Great. I was hyped. I screamed, man. I was like, yes! I was watching it, and I was like, oh, he's got a chance. And as soon as he got blown up, everyone had like, oh, touchdown, touchdown, hands up. I was like, there's no way he fucking made it. He got his (laughs) shit lit up. I mean, both teams are still going to the playoffs. The Seahawks are now the 5 seed. The 49ers the 1 seed. I will say, the Saints fan came out of me being a Seahawks fan. Mm -hmm. How the fuck didn't they call defensive pass interference and play before that? I didn't see it. I know a lot of people are talking about it. Um It was plain and obvious. Yeah, but then they also had that um delay a game, which is just yeah. like unacceptable yeah, there. It's just, Even if it's a bad yourself. call, yeah. It was a like, big time way to you're shoot. You're on the, in the one front. yard line. Man, that's <laughs> <laughs> it was all bad. You could have got Mar- you could have got Marshawn Lynch a second touchdown, which that was electric. That was the only time I was rooting for the Seahawks is when Marshawn Lynch was in the game. I was rooting hardcore. I think there's a video of the stadium like erupting on a five yard run. Yeah. She goes, is Marshawn? And besides that, I don't think anything else really mattered. The Eagles won, so the Cowboys didn't make the playoffs. Oh, my Carolina Reaper team officially eliminated. Wow. It's well, all right. My Reaper team didn't even make the playoffs. That's all right. I mean, they put up 47 points. It just didn't fucking matter, which is beautiful to see the Cowboys finally play a good game. Yeah. And, well, it's uh, against the Redskins. Right I mean, they play good games against bad teams of all the time. That is true. The Raiders did not make the playoffs. Yeah, they needed a bunch of things to go right. I think they were clinched out of it when the Titans won anyways, but then they ended up losing to the Broncos. I Went think for it on two. Four things had to happen. Only one out of those four happened. <laughs> After all five happening last week. Yes. <laughs> um so yeah, we're heading into the playoffs. AFC, we got the Ravens one, Chiefs two, who is it? Patriots three, Texans four, I wanna say. Yeah. And then um <laughs> I don't know. Five six is The Bills at five and the Titans at six. And then NFC is the Niners one Packers two Saints three Eagles four Seahawks five and Vikings six. Ty, how do you feel about your first round matchup against the Minnesota Vikings? You getting any flashbacks? Nope. (laughs) No flashbacks whatsoever. Nope. It's going to be just fine. (laughs) This year it's going to be what the new Orleans. What starts with N that is also something like a miracle. Mm Hmm. Nightmare, the New Orleans. Oh, the New Orleans nightmare. So the the Vikings are gonna do. It's gonna be good. the exact same. No, oh, it's gonna be the exact same thing as last time. They're just gonna have a new name for it. <laughs> Man, I'm sad because I'm gonna be in Vegas this weekend, and I was so all season. This is what I was asking for because I've been. I I tried jumping on the Kirk Cousins right side of history early. He's had some bad showing since, but I'm still gonna stay on the right side of history because Kirk Cousins is gonna go on a Super Bowl run this year. Um, And I just so wanted to watch this game with you, and I was going to buy a Kirk Cousins shirt and show up to your apartment wearing a Kirk Cousins shirt. Just total troll. Total troll. I'm glad you don't. You (laughs) don't get to do that. I might buy a Kirk Cousins shirt in Vegas and just wear it that day to work. (laughs) 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 Fucking hate you. (laughs) Uh, There's that game. Do you want to do the spreads right now? Well, first I want to talk about my great week last week where I went two and one. Oh, shit. I don't even know what I did. Talk about your great week, Jason. Um, Let's see. I picked the Bears when they were seven-point underdogs before Monday Night Football ended last week, and we talked about it, and it pretty much was going to be decided on the last week's Monday night game between the Vikings and the Packers. The Packers won, so the Vikings had nothing to play for. They rested their people. They lost by two. So I had the Bears as seven-point underdogs, and they won by two. They ended up being, I think, four-point favorites by the time the game started. Just like a huge swing. I'll take it. A little bit of cheating, but I'll take it. I also had the... Who else did I have? Yeah, had the Titans. I had the Titans. The game I hated so much. They won by 21. That wasn't even close. And then what was the last game? Buffalo by one. Oh, yeah. Buffalo minus one. They lost by seven to the Jets. I don't think Hate. any of their starters played. Hate to see it. Yeah, Josh Allen had five attempts. Jason, I had... Oh, I'm glad we circled around to this. Had New Orleans minus 13. Shit pumped the Panthers. I knew it. I said it's a big number. I'm okay with big numbers. <laughs> Baltimore plus two. They won. They, did they I like that pick. They won by eighteen. Okay. I remember I said I like that pick because RG three is just like Lamar Jackson, just worse. It's the same system. He had a terrible game, but they still won by eighteen. Gets the job done. hmm. And Jason, the one thing we skipped past, my third pick that did not hit. Yes. And there's a very special reason it didn't hit. Tampa Bay in a pick'em. Oh, that game did that game did mean a lot. You're right. Jameis, 30 for 30. Oh, dude, just the most poetic ending. Goes into overtime with 29 interceptions. Is having himself not that great of a game, actually. And first, I don't know if it was first play, but it was the first drive. There was a pick six to lose the game and get to the 30-30 club. A walk-off 30th interception of the season. Dude, that's so spectacular. It's the most Jameis thing ever. I freaking love Jameis Winston so much. Only quarterback to ever have 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, and he led the league in yards this year. Yeah. And people are going to think he's, like, amazing now. It's Jameis. fucking your fans are going to think he's amazing. Hey, passing yards don't mean anything. Phillip Rivers finished, like, third. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've said it once. we said it 100 times. Everyone catches his ball. Yeah, he's his catchable team, ball. The other team. People catch it. He's got a very catchable ball. I wonder if you add in all the yards from his interceptions if he broke 6,000 yards this year. <laughs> Because he had, what, like 5,100 is what he finished with? Yeah. Something so you would need 900 yards on 30 interceptions? It's doable. That's crazy. Do you think they keep him? I i don't know, man. Franchise If he him? just stops throwing interceptions, it will be great. <laughs> He'd be a great quarterback. <laughs> He's going to go to the freaking Chargers watch. Oh, gosh, I would hate that so much. Yeah, 5,109, 30 interceptions. Led the league in interceptions and had 33 touchdowns. <laughs> Led the league in yards. That's incredible, man. Jameis Winston. So I lost that. But, Jason, on the year, can you guess in real quick in five years how many interceptions Jameis Winston has in his career? Oh, let's see here. He had 30 this year. He's probably averaged 20 every other year. We're gonna not that say high. I'll tell you it's not that high. 70. 88. <laughs> That's fucking great. You know how many Drew Brees has in his career? Oh wow, a lot more than I thought. Never mind. No, oh, yeah, he's had he's had some some <laughs> seasons. <237. laughs> I thought I thought oh wow, yeah. He threw 19 picks in 2011, 2012. 20 he threw 22 in 2009. You got to realize there's a lot of times where we're down late because of our terrible defense and he just had to hook the ball. I will say the year he threw 22, you guys went 11 and 5. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, some of those some of those interceptions worked out for us. Um so what about your your picks? What did you finish the year on? Jason, I finished the year. Yeah? 23, 12, and 1. That's all right, I guess. That is incredible. That's all right. That's incredible gambling numbers. That's all right. Next year, I'm going to save up in the offseason. I'm betting on every single game I choose. I'll enter you in the super contest, Ty. Every single game I choose. Jason, do you want to know what you finished? Wait, what was your record? 23, 12, and 1. Twenty three point five divided by twenty three twelve, so that's thirty five plus the extra game for so thirty six. Because yeah, we did it for twelve weeks. That makes sense. You had a oh, not as good of a winning percentage as I thought, Ty. What I have? You had twenty three wins, right? Yes, sixty five percent. Pretty fucking good. You were up at seventy at one point. I did have an zero three showing last week. Yeah, that brought you down. Definitely hurts. Definitely brought you down. What did I finish, Ty? How were you, Jason? Finished. You were 14, 17, and 2 going into this week. Fuck, I didn't get back to 500. You finished 16, 18, and 2. What was that winning percentage? Just. It doesn't matter. Just so we know. It doesn't matter. Just so we know what that winning percentage is. How many ties? I had two ties. Yeah. 17 divided by 36. (laughs) 47%. When we compare 60-something to 47, Jay. Shut up. I think I had a pretty good season. Shut up. I think I had a pretty good showing. Well, we still got the playoffs. I can come back. Regular season is over. And I did good enough to make the playoffs. (laughs) You did good enough, Jason. You finished two out out of two. Hey. (laughs) I finished good enough to make the playoffs, baby. Let's make a run now. All right. I don't know what order the games are played in. So we're just going to go in this order, Jay. Just go off the order that's on the Action Network. Yep. Bills Texans. Okay, real quick. We need to explain. Okay. We're going to give our betting. So we're going to pick the spread. We're just going to give a score prediction, whatever. But we're also predicting just the outright winners of these games. And then we're going to predict the whole nfl playoff bracket past that so we're gonna do our spread picks this week and then talk about who we think is going to win this week as well so we might pick an underdog but not think that team's gonna win i don't know you'll see and then uh yeah talk about who we think's gonna win and then who we think's gonna win next week in the conference championship super bowl we do it every year with baseball uh this round every win is worth one point next round is two points the conference championship is three points and the super bowl if you pick the super bowl winner that's five points super bowl mvp is how much i said one and a half that way let's say i'm down no tie I'm down one, I could get like a half point to try to break a tie. Okay. Is that fine? Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, one and a half points for Super Bowl. Or we can make it more. We can make it two and a half because you got to predict the right team just to get the Super Bowl MVP. I mean, if you already predict the right team, you You're get probably five points. Win. Yeah. We'll just say one and a half. Okay. I'm fine with that. First game, though, Jason. Bills-Texans, the line right now, Houston. Make sure you write down our, uh, our betting picks. Yeah, so Houston. Houston. Minus two and a half. Do you want me to go first or second? You go ahead and go first, sir. I think this game, here's what. Here's what, Here's how I see this game going. The Bills surprised everyone. We said all year that I'm not going to buy in on them, just like the Minnesota Twins and MLB for you. And I started <laughs> to buy in on them. I really did. I was like, these Bills are pretty good. This team, I feel like we're going to see a showing circa 2017 Los Angeles Rams. where the Los Angeles Rams. That was their first year making the playoffs with Sean McVay. They had a young quarterback. They had no playoff experience and they just dropped it today against a team with playoff experience. The Texans might not have won much in the playoffs, but they have consistently been in the playoffs. I think the Texans are going to win this game in a very low scoring, boring game. I think they're going to win by more than three or at least a field goal. I guess I could pick a score if you want. I'm going to say it's going to be 21 to 17 Texans. So Texans minus two and a half and the Texans win outright. Okay. That is my prediction. The so Texans minus two and a half is my spread pick. Couldn't disagree with them more. <laughs> I'm taking Bills plus two and a half. The Bills were just in the playoffs two years ago, Jay. Not with Josh Allen. No, they were not. But the reason they are here is not Josh Allen. The reason they're here is their defense. Yeah, that's very true. And you know what is the Achilles heel of the Houston team? That garbage offensive line. Pretty bad. I think Deshaun Watson's still young. I think he is going to be getting pummeled. Okay. All over this game, and I think the Bills win three to zero. <laughs> You're joking. What do you really think they're going to win? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the it score is. It's going to be low, but I think <laughs> the Bills win. win. Bills, Bills win by three. I don't know, man. They're indoors. <clears throat> they're going to throw the kitchen sink at the Bills. They're going to have a bunch of trick plays. They're going to use athleticism of DeAndre Hopkins. I just I like the Texans in this game. I really do. I think Deshaun Watson is just going to be under pressure all night, and there's not going to be a lot he could do. And I think Josh Allen's a big game player. Okay. I think he's going to run somebody over. He's gonna have hundred rushing yards all right and 250 passing yards all right so what do you think game two game two Jason make sure you write down our picks to I didn't forget. I didn't write those down I, I said know. I would I said I would and I didn't do it I got our bracket picks is fine I already got that but I got Texans minus two and a half you got bills plus two and a half okay next game Jason oh my God hit the wrong button next game we have none other than my team i i, I just there like is. to say i have two teams in the playoffs right now Yes, you do good year to be me afc nfc <laughs> yep that dude if i get a titan viking super bowl i'd be so i'm gonna get a <laughs> Tannehill cousins jersey split down the middle it will be fucking terrible <laughs> titans and the patriots patriots are four and a half point favorites yes patriots playing in the wild card round for the first time since whatever you said i believe it's 2011 how do you think they perform Oh, you want know, I me? Mean, I I went first on the last one, so I thought okay. it was only fair. You go first on this one. Well, it's not like I'm forced to choose the other one. It doesn't matter. I know, but choose. I just want to hear your thoughts first. I'm I'm locked in on mine. Patriots minus four and a half, and there's literally no no question. Okay. I got the Titans plus four hand, <laughs> and a half, Tyler. And I'm dead ass serious. You're fucking addicted to the Titans, Jason. I don't think they're going to win this game. I think what happens, it's going to be another low scoring game. I think Saturday is going to be a very boring. Day of games for football. Yeah, that's I fair. I think the Titans are going to be able to score on the Patriots defense. I don't think it's as good as people think, especially with Derrick Henry because the Patriots don't have a great running defense. So I think Derrick Henry, they're just going to be pounding the rock to Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill is going to make plays when he needs to make them. I envision – here's what I envision. Saturday night, I'm in Vegas chilling at the blackjack table playing playing with Jim. Patriots down by three or down by four. We'll say down by four. doesn't really matter. <laughs> and everything the narrative is going to be oh this is it Tom Brady he doesn't have it anymore he's not going to lead this two minute drive and what is Tom Brady going to do he's going to go in he's going to lead that two minute drive they're going to win by a field goal or four three or four they're going to be down they're going to get a two minute drive they're going to win it Titans are going to be devastated and Titans plus four and a half is going to cover but my team's going to be out of it yeah yeah they will so I got the Patriots winning but the Titans plus four and a half okay Jason trigger warning here did you write it down Yes, I did. Trigger warning here. Okay. I think it's going to be just like Patriots Chargers last year. Oh, my God. I think there's plenty of reason the Titans could do good, and then they show up and just shit the bed. If you think Bill Belichick can't stop Ryan Tannehill, you're out of your goddamn mind. Dan, Derrick Henry's going to have a good game. There's no way Ryan Tannehill does anything against the Patriots defense of Bill Belichick in the playoffs. Hey, if Ryan Fitzpatrick can do it. I mean, that's the Dolphins. The Dolphins. The Dolphins are the Patriots fucking Kryptonite. It is what it is. You can't you can't look at that. That game means nothing. I think it's gonna be a close game, Ty. I really do. I don't think it is. I think it's gonna be close. I still got the Patriots, don't get me wrong. I think it's gonna be a close game. I'm taking I've said it before, I'm taking the number, not the team. Okay. So we're split on both games so far. Or get this. Titans down by ten. Get a touchdown. Don't get the onside. I still win the bet. Yeah. How about that? There's plenty of opportunities for it to happen. And it's going to happen. It just won't. We're split so far, Jason. The next game, near and dear well, yeah. to both of we're, our hearts. We're not, we're not split. We're straight up. Well, we're split on our picks. Yeah. But not our, not our gambling picks. We're, we've are we been do I don't know what you're trying to say. Never mind. We want to get... I chose Buffalo. You chose Houston. Yeah. I chose New England. You chose Tennessee. Well, when you said split, I thought you meant like one of us. We agree. I don't know. Whatever. Viking Saints. Near and dear to our hearts My other team. The biggest spread. Plus eight. Okay, so here I was teasing you with something that I wanted to do in Vegas this week, Ty. Okay. I'm dead ass serious. This went through my head. Okay. Like, I was, like, okay, let's get it out of the way. The Saints aren't losing in the first round of the playoffs. I just don't see it happening. Um, They're too good to lose in the first round of the playoffs. I was going to bet a shit ton of money on the saints money line <laughs> like i'm talking like 500 dollars. <laughs> but the odds were just not good enough it, they it's, weren't good they're enough eight point favorites i thought see i thought they'd be like four point favorites so i thought they'd be like minus 180 or something so i was like oh if i bet like a thousand i'll win like 400 back yeah no not a thousand i wouldn't bet a thousand i'd probably bet i probably would have bet like 300 honestly if i'm being dead ass and then what you'd probably win like what 100 150 well depending on what it was i'm trying to see what the money line is it's not letting me action network has like changed their shit and it's hard to see that money line i got it so yeah the saints are minus 400 oh so you wouldn't even win 100 yeah if i bet 400 dollars, <laughs> i'd only win 100 i was like oh no that's not, yeah, worth, not it. worth it that is not worth it um and i think vegas knows that <laughs> i think they know that if that line was any smaller then they would have a lot of people just loading up on the Saints, and they'd probably have to pay a lot of people. I think you're probably right, but I'm still scared, bro. I, I don't want to talk about my trigger warning, and that's the Minnesota Vikings that in the playoffs.
2: being I have Vikings plus eight in terms
3: of the spread. I also have Vikings plus eight. Oh, okay. Now, here's what I think is going to happen. I think we go up by a touchdown late, winning by seven. Mm-hmm. I think the Vikings make a drive, and I think Kirk Cousins comes up short. Oh. End of the game and doesn't get the touchdown. He needs to tie it. My logic is, and I have this logic every time when there's a freaking um, team with a good running back, is there's going to be running the ball a lot. They're going to be trying to take the ball out of the Saints' hands, and it's going to be a low-scoring game, (laughs) and they'll lose like, I don't know, 28, well, it's not really low scoring, 28, 21 or something. I don't know, but I got Vikings plus A, but I got the Saints moving on tied to the the divisional round. I appreciate that, Jay. I don't know how many of these I'm actually going to bet in Vegas. Should I just bet all four of mine? Just put like 20 bucks on it? Just fucking do it. Just something small. Just fucking do it. It wouldn't be that big of a payout. Chances are you're going to break even. No, I'm, I'm saying parlay all four of them on like a small, just oh, like $20 bet. No. Just something small. How many times have you gone 3-0 on the year? <sighs> Shut up. How many times do you think you're going to go 4-0? Just something small. $10. I mean, you could do it. I don't think that's a good idea. I think it would be better to throw $20 on each game. The spread? What is it's what? Plus minus. Well, you're just ten? you're just kind of playing some money, you're having a little bit of fun. Chances are you'll win two of those. A four team spread is 10 to 1 odds. 20 bucks to win 200? You're, you're not going to do it. You don't know that? It's a, it's damn near impossible for us to go 3 and 0 all season long. And that's when you get to choose from a list of games that you like. You don't have to like any of these. Okay, how about this? How about this? How about a Saints Patriots money line parlay? <laughs> Probably still isn't going to pay very well the Patriots are minus 230 and the Saints are minus 400 I would oh shit I, I'm stupid minus 230 minus 400 it would pay out not very well <laughs> like 100 yeah. bucks would win 79 yeah. so what I do is I parlay those and I fucking bet the shit out of it that's where you throw all your money on it I'm gonna bet $300 on it Ty to win 238 and 4 it. cents And it's either that or you just cry you just cry <laughs> Just bet. I'm going to bet all my expense money for the whole week worth of a work trip and then not be able to eat the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got one last game, Dude, Jason. Dude, I might load up on that. This line is outrageous to me. Seahawks, Eagles. Eagles are plus two. Wait, so you have the Saints winning, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, like I thought we were going to talk about the bracket afterwards. Oh, well, I've just been saying who I think was going to win. I don't think I have been saying that. Yeah, you have. You said the Patriots were going to win by more than four and a half, and you said the Bills were going to win, like three to zero. Okay. So, yeah. So, Saints win, but they don't cover? Yeah. Okay. Next game, Seahawks Eagles. (laughs) Seahawks are two point favorites on the road against the Eagles. Yes. I got confused there. They're both birds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who are you going with, Ty? It's got to be the Seahawks. Seahawks minus two? I mean, and I don't think, I think this is the biggest blowout of the weekend. I know the Eagles The Eagles are frisky in the playoffs. Here's the thing. The so, Eagles are a terrible team. They are fucking awful. Yeah. And they don't have any of their offensive line. I think literally one person from week 17 is going to be playing in the playoffs. Wow. Out of their five offensive linemen.
2: So do you think the Seahawks are going to cover <laughs> two points?
3: Yes. Again, I think this is the biggest blowout of the weekend. Seahawks minus two. Jason, you're giving me the Eagles look, and I think it's absurd. I have this gut feeling, dude. Some once every few months, I just get a gut feeling where I have no reason to explain it. Like, not a stupid um oh, picking three games this week. Oh, this is a gut feeling. Sometimes I do. I got that with the Panthers. I have I hit that hard. I was like, that's a guaranteed lock, ten days out of the week. I got this gut feeling again, man, when I was looking at the games. And I was looking at the matchups, and I was just thinking, like, the Eagles are going to win this. The Eagles are going to win this. They okay. are a team with playoff experience that is used to being counted out. They are going to be at home. The Seahawks going east, playing at 140 Eastern time, I believe. And I think the Seahawks, I've been on them all year as frauds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're the sea frauds. And I think that comes to fruition. And I think the Eagles win by a game-winning field goal. They shouldn't have beat the Bears last year, and they did. They shouldn't have beat, I think, like the Falcons the year before whatever they did. I just got I got the Eagles in this, man. I don't know why. I don't know why. I feel like the, the, the Seahawks, they just lost a heartbreaker. They're, they're going to carry that emotion into this game. And it's just, I don't know, man. I just have this gut feeling, and I don't know how to explain it. You want to talk about playoff experience, Jason? Russell Russell Wilson, Wilson. Pete Carroll, Marshawn Lynch. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Plenty of playoff experience. No, yes, they just lost a heartbreaker, but they also just went head-to-head with the number one seed and came inches within beating them. They did. They absolutely did. And that was they threw everything at the 49ers and they couldn't get it done, and now they're going to kind of have like a depressed game. They're going to get off to a slow start and the Eagles are going to cling on for dear life. I don't think the Eagles are a good football team at all. I think they have no wide I don't receivers. I either. I think they have no offensive line, and that's why I'm starting to kind of question myself because it makes too much sense that the Seahawks are going to win. this. Exactly, it. it makes way too much sense. Exactly, but I'm not going to be stupid and go against it. Vegas it's knows. Be the Seahawks. Vegas knows things, Tyler. I'm telling you, they freaking. Hey, does Vegas want the 49ers and Seahawks to play each other next week? Yeah. No, they don't. Why not? They just had that in prime time. They they want a different game. They want yeah. the bigger market. They run Philadelphia. It back. They want to run it back. The, I just, okay, so I have I have it. this gut feeling, Ty. I had it about the Nationals. I just, I have this gut feeling. And I also wanted to sprinkle a little bit on the Eagles money line in Vegas, but their <laughs> odds aren't good enough. It's too low. Like, I thought they'd be like plus 200, plus 300. No. They're only fucking 2.00 underdogs. Yeah. I kind of wish they were on the road for yeah, this. Yeah, it's because they're on the, on, at home. I don't know, man. I If you look at my picks, I got the Texans. Favorited. I got the Patriots favorited. I got the Saints favorited. And then I got the one surprising team. I picked all home teams, Ty. Don't know if okay. you realized. I didn't. I went two and two. I got Buffalo, Seattle moving on on the road. Yep. I got New Orleans, New England winning at home. And then you got the Viking covering, though. Yeah, I do have the Vikings but covering. But then everything else is pretty much you're picking the spread on who you think's going to win. Yes. I just have this gut feeling, Ty. Okay, if it happens, you know you're gonna get a text from me. I know I will. But at about five five thirty, just plan on getting a text from me when the Seahawks win 30, 37 to fucking ten. And I'm just like, hey, told you. That's fine. <laughs> All right, I got the Eagles moving on. What do you got divisional? Okay, Jason. So these matchups are gonna be different depending on seating. Yes, depending on the seating. So I guess it just yeah, if you just pick the team to win, doesn't really matter who they play. So let's go AFC first. So, like, yeah. So, if you pick, let's say you just pick the 49ers to beat the Seahawks, but then the 49ers actually play the Eagles and the 49ers win against the Eagles, you would still get the point for that if you pick the 49ers to beat the Seahawks. They don't have to beat the Seahawks to get the point. They just have, whatever team you choose to win In that round yeah, wins, no matter who they're yep. playing. Okay. Jason. So, who's your AFC divisional round matchups? My with AFC your divisional round matchup, New England versus Kansas City at home. I got the same matchup, so... Oh, no, I don't have that matchup. Yes, I do. I have the same matchup. Buffalo versus Baltimore. And then I have Baltimore against Houston.
2: Okay, Ch- Chiefs and Patriots
3: tie. What do you see going on in that game? Chiefs and Patriots? <laughs> Straight up, who's who's winning? I think we saw this last year. Yes, we did. In the AFC Championship. I think Kansas City came oh so close to beating the Patriots. Yes, they did. I think New England has not had to play a wild card weekend mm, no, in they have years. Not. I think Tom Brady's a year older than he was last year. Fact check that.
2: Uh, Okay. Chiefs, extra week to prepare.
3: Chiefs, kind of been been slept on all season long. I've been saying that. I think Kansas City beats New England Patriots, Jason. I got the same thing. Chiefs over Patriots. I think Casey's at home. I think Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. He's just been hurt, so no one's seen the numbers that he had last year. Mm -hmm. I don't think New England's that good, and I think the Kansas City offense outduels the New England defense. I just, and the Kansas City defense is like actually pretty good. Yeah. Like if you look at the, like, I can't see Tom Brady having a good game whatsoever in this game. It's literally an e- arrowhead. It's the X factor of Bill Belichick, Tom Brady in the playoffs. They just, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes Eli Manning beats them <laughs> and this year it's going to be Patrick Mahomes beating them. Yeah. I got the same thing. I got the chiefs going on to the AFC championship. So we're the same there. Okay. Next game. You have Houston. I have Buffalo, but both at Baltimore. I got the Ravens beating the Texans. Yeah, I have ball, uh, Baltimore beating Buffalo. So we got the same. Yes. same. Um, the Texans, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at Buffalo, and they're going to go into the Ravens. The Ravens are just going to shit pump them. So I explained why I thought Buffalo was going to beat Houston. I think when you look at Buffalo, when you look at Baltimore. Played ba- play Baltimore close a few weeks ago. Yes, they did. But they're the same type of teams. So who's the better of that team? And it's same easily type. Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. Yeah. Over there in ba- Baltimore. I would agree. I think Buffalo is so bad that they're not going to win the playoff game. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. So we have Kansas City and Baltimore moving both, on. Yep. In the AFC championship. Okay. Other side of the ball. NFC. This one. So we both have Saints Packers. We do. Both Saints Packers. And then Saints. I have Seattle, San Francisco. You have Philly, San Francisco. So you have this Saints going into Lambo tie. How do you feel about that? Saints going into Lambo, Jason. Drew Brees playing outdoors. <clears throat> Drew Brees playing outdoors. I just want to say. Most over-hyped, over-criticized thing about his entire career. I don't know about that, but I just want to say, Drew Brees goes out, has a terrible game in this game. You know that narrative is going to be oh, strong. Absolutely. Strong. Goes out and throws like three picks. Everyone always says that. Oh, he's a dome player. He's dumb. He does fine on the road. He has a fine road record <laughs> when he's away. Guess what? No one likes playing on the road. It don't matter if you're playing a dome or not. No (laughs) one's going to have a better road record than they do at home. To each their own, my friend. Here's the thing, though. It's like Coors Field in baseball. That's how I look at it. Here's the thing, though, Jay. I think Green Bay might be the worst playoff team outside of the Eagles in the NFC. Okay. You gave the Seahawks frauds. I think Green Bay's been frauds all year long. Okay. I think Aaron Rodgers is the only piece on that team. They got a good defense, and Aaron Jones is a pretty good tie. (laughs) You're underselling him. Maybe I am. But I think they're frauds. I don't think they're good. And it's not just New England. I think I would have picked Minnesota over Green Bay as well. Okay. But I have New Orleans beating Minnesota. I have New Orleans beating Green Bay. I also have the Saints beating Green Bay in a shootout. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun game to watch. A similar game to the Saints 49ers, but the Saints actually win. Yeah. No, no, I agree with that. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be back and forth, high scoring. But it's got to be New Orleans. I got the Saints as well, Ty. Jason, on to the bottom. We'll talk about yours first, Philadelphia 49ers. Oh, the 49ers shit pump the Eagles. The Eagles walk away with an ugly win over the Seahawks, and then we just bet our entire bank account on the 49ers' money line over the Eagles. We bet our entire bank account over the 49ers in Baltimore. If yeah. the Eagles move on. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. If the Eagles move on, yes. And then Baltimore against anyone.
2: <clears throat> I will do that any day of the week.
3: Yeah, either either matchup. Definitely Baltimore. Yeah, 49ers over the Eagles. There's no doubt about it. Okay. I don't have the gut about that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I had Seattle moving on. <clears throat> we just saw them play week seventeen, Jason. Yep. That'll be two week break. They're back at it again. It's hard to beat a team twice, Jay. Yes, it is. It's real hard to beat a team twice. But we picked the Chiefs to beat the Patriots for the second time. <laughs> it's real and the Ravens it's... to beat the Bills for the second it's time. It's real hard to beat a team twice <laughs> in three weeks in 3 weeks. All right. I like that spin on it. I think Seattle goes in there. And I think it's the exact same game as week 17. I think they get those 6 inches this time. So that's dude, you you got your NFC Championship game, the Seahawks. I got them losing in the first round. That's going to be the difference of the entire bracket. Yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be just like I was rooting week 17 for the Seahawks. I'm going to be rooting for the Seahawks through the playoffs. All right. That gives me Seattle at New Orleans for a home game in the playoffs. Well, not necessarily we'll decide because literally we're like three of our four games are different in the first round. So if the Seahawks win that game but then lose the divisional round and the 49ers win, I would actually end up getting more points for that. So it's really the divisional round. If the Seahawks get past the divisional round, that'll pretty much clinch it for you. Yeah. The Eagles game won't really be much because that's only one point I'm losing out on. Um. All right, so we. I got Saints and Niners and you got... Saints and Seahawks, and we both have Patriots, Chiefs. No, Ravens, Chiefs. Yes. Who do you got? Ravens, Chiefs. I think Patty Mahomes gets to the playoffs. I gets think to the last playoffs. He's already in the playoffs. Gets to the Super Bowl. I think last year's MVP outduels this year's MVP. I got the same thing, Tyler. God damn! It, I got Jason. the Chiefs. I've been saying. Do we have Houston? Was the only difference in the AFC. You, Ty, you know, you know that I've been picking. I've been saying the Chiefs were going to make a Super Bowl f- all year. Here's the thing. Jay. Did you expect anything different? Here's the thing. How many times did I tell you you were wrong? I agreed with you all year. Yeah, I said it was a great sure. idea. I thought you actually put money on it because <laughs> I agreed with it so much. <laughs> Not you nice. should have. Yeah, I should have. Their odds at one point were like 6-1 to one when he got hurt. I think Patty Mahomes and that electric Kansas City offense. outduels the Ravens. That's how you have electric. to beat the Ravens. Offense. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a shootout, and I just think last year's MVP gets it done. I agree. I, I agree, Ty. It's going to be a fun game, though. That would be my favorite matchup of the entire playoffs. If we get Kansas City-Baltimore in the championship game. Over the Saints games? Well, I mean... You can't really enjoy Saints games. I can't games. enjoy those. You, That's going to be trust stressful. Me, I know. But I- as far as non-Saints games, that would be my favorite matchup to watch. Trust me. I know how. Just wait until... say trust me. You don't know shit about football playoff games. Uh, yes, I do, sir. <laughs> Chargers were just in the playoffs last year. And Chargers were in the playoffs a lot before you were even a football fan, <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. It's okay. Saints have been in the playoffs the last two years. It's okay. And you're talking smack. Your team is basically the Miami Dolphins. Not really. Remember that. Look at the records. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like the Dolphins are in a better position than we are for the future. <laughs> um. Now, NFC, Jason. Who do you have moving on from rematch? New Orleans at San Francisco? Saints. I have the Saints going to the Super Bowl, Tyler. Um, You can't beat a team twice.
0: You can't beat a team (laughs) twice.
3: And I just, I think the 49ers don't get it done against the Saints. All year I've been saying I really like the Saints to make the Super Bowl. And I've been saying Saints-Chiefs for a while. And i got to stick to that. Saints in the Super Bowl. And I hate it. I love it. I hate it. I love it. I want the freaking Vikings to just beat you this week. For your well-being, too. Because it would be much easier to lose in the wild-card round. ...than the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship. Oh, yeah. No, it is. <laughs> Trust me. The Dodgers just lost in the NLDS. <laughs> um, I somehow magically worked this out to where New Orleans gets a home game in the championship series. Yeah, I, I think that's it. why you picked Seahawks. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. I just did everything, and I was like, oh, shit. Would we would get another home game. You give me Seattle at New Orleans. Jason, it's hard to beat a team twice, and we already beat Seattle this year. Oh. Spin zone? Different quarterback. Different team. Oh, okay. I think... Well, okay, yeah, I get you. I get you. We beat him with Teddy B. Yeah. Now we beat him with Drew B. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you go... If you give me Seattle in New Orleans, we beat them in Seattle they beat with you a in backup New quarterback. We easily beat them in New Orleans. All right. I'm going to clip that. If this game happens and the Seattle Seahawks beat the Saints. Yeah. After you that's said fine. they easily beat them. Clip it. Because I'm overconfident. I think the Saints would beat And the confidence IBM's is too. to hide my, my insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> okay? <laughs> I think the Saints would beat the Seahawks, too, but I also think the Eagles would beat the Seahawks. Now, Jason, you know what this means, right? Chiefs, Saints, we both have the same Super Bowl. We have the exact same Super Bowl. Yeah. Which means our MVP may actually come into very, very valuable Yeah. play here. I didn't even pick an MVP. I'll just go. I'll just wing it. I need you to write an MVP down right now, Jay. What if we have the same one? Then we're going to have to redraft. Oh, I'll just let you pick first, Jason. Because I'm a nice guy. There's no way I, my heart can let me not choose the Saints. You got the Saints over the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? I can't. I can't go away from the Saints. I think Drew Brees, so I said last year's MVP beats this year's MVP. Mm-hmm. I think in the Super Bowl, last year's, last year's MVP should have been, oh, been MVP. You cannot argue beats against last year's Mahomes MVP. winning MVP. You cannot argue <laughs> against that. Completion percentage, Jay. Oh, my gosh. Patrick Mahomes had 50 touchdowns. <laughs> he should have been MVP, just like Lamar Jackson should be MVP this year. Yeah, absolutely. But I think Drew Brees is the, the more weathered quarterback. All right. He's been there, done that. And who do you got as the Super Bowl MVP? Mr. Drew Brees. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think if the Saints win, it's going to be on our quarterback. Hey, that game's going to be outdoors. Hey, overrated narrative. Overused. Not worried. I think Patrick Mahomes gets too flashy for the Super Bowl. How about that? He's going to make a no-look pass straight into uh, straight into Eli Apple's hands in the fourth quarter. Clip that. Clip that, Jay. Ty, I just want to tell you something real quick. Let's hear it. Do you know where the Super Bowl's played this year? Uh, I don't, actually. Miami. No fucking clue. Ooh. Do you know where the Super Bowl was played when the Saints won the Super Bowl? Was it Miami? Miami. Jason, this is kind of feeling like a team of destiny. You know who the halftime show of that Super Bowl was? Who? The who. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing to do with this year. You just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah. What's this year's Super Bowl? Super Bowl 50-something. Who's the performance this year? J-Lo and Pitbull, maybe? Shakira, J-Lo and Shakira. And Pitbull? You might be in it. It's got to be Pitbull. You're giving me a fucking Miami Super Bowl and you're not going to put Pitbull on the stage at halftime? <laughs> <laughs> Um, what year was that Super Bowl? It was oh um, nine or ten. Two thousand ten. So the oh nine season. Yeah. <laughs> when did Peyton Manning win his MVPs? I just want to. You know, I'm just. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to find narratives for you, Ty. I really am. I don't know what they, what they are, but. Yeah. I also got the Saints over the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jay. Who do you have as the MVP? <sighs> I had Drew Brees, but you picked him, so I'm gonna go Michael Thomas. Well, I said we have to both rechoose then. No, I got Michael Thomas. That's a little bullshit that you get to change and I don't. What What do you mean rechoose? What do you mean? What, <laughs> w- That's fine. What do you mean rechoose? How do we rechoose? I, I think we both go away from Brees. That's fine. I'll keep Brees. I'm giving you Brees. I don't know how Michael Thomas would win it and not Drew Brees, but Drew Brees makes, makes injured, an amazing catch. M- gets injured. Teddy <laughs> B finishes out the game. Taysom Hill finishes out the game. Oh my gosh. Um I hate it, dude. That would be it. No, I legitimately could see the only way that could happen is if they do a trick play with Taysom Hill and he drops like an eighty yard dime to oh. Michael Thomas, and that's how Thomas wins it over Breeze. And I could absolutely <laughs> Or just like an Sean amazing Payton. catch or something. Yeah. But I couldn't you see Sean Payton pulling out some fucking trick shit oh, like that. No, in Super he Bowl? Would. no, he absolutely would. Um Man. It would be ten years since their last Super Bowl tie. Ten years in the same venue. The man feeling disrespected not being in the top 100 goes out and wins the Super Bowl MVP. They win the first Super Bowl of last decade, of this decade. They win the first Super Bowl of this upcoming decade. It'll be the, the bookend, the bookends of a great decade for Drew Brees and the Saints. Wins the Super Bowl in 2010, wins it in 2020, retires after the game. No. How you feeling? No. <laughs> Do not give that to me. Why not? I don't want him to retire. Ty, He's old, man. You he's got know, plenty in the tank still. But you know that's the one thing he's playing for. You know it. He's got plenty in the tank still. No, I think he loves his guys. (laughs) I think he didn't get to have a full season this year. He wants to play full season with his boys. If they win the Super Bowl, I think he's retiring. I don't think he stays. What else does he have to play for? He's not going to catch Brady. He's not going to win an MVP. He's (laughs) only been a one-time (laughs) All-Pro. Call him the GOAT. Um, (laughs) I just think if he wins the Super Bowl this year, which I think he will, I think it's Drew Reese's last year. We both have to move on to new quarterbacks, and you get to do it with the Super Bowl ring. That would feel good. Both of us having new quarterbacks. Me having a Super Bowl ring to uh, <laughs> shove in your face while we transition. I still don't want them to win. Because you'd be so obnoxious.
1: Yeah, I You would. would be so I much be more
3: bad. obnoxious than I would be if the Dodgers won. Yeah. I don't even I would brag that much about the Dodgers and about the Angels being as terrible as they are. I would be bad. I would be unsufferable. I know you are. <laughs> I know. That's why I don't want <laughs> the Saints great. to win. But yeah, I, I fucking wait. I can't pick against them. I can't. I just... It's something about them, man. I just have this feeling. The start of the Super Bowl DVD, Drew Brees and his Thumb, all the way back in week two. Start of the Super Bowl DVD. Made a big time start. You buying that Super Bowl DVD? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I would. would be the <laughs> only DVD I own. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't own any fucking DVDs. <laughs> I'd be happy for you. So, I, I would. I would. If the Saints were in the Super Bowl... You'd Honestly, be, I think I'd root for him. You'd be happy for me up until I started to become unsufferable. And then you'd <laughs> be like, all right, I really wish they would have fucking lost. Well, no, because if I just support you all the way through, then I would hope you would be less insufferable. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. Honestly, if I had to pick, I would rather you win, your team win a Super Bowl over the Angels winning World Series. Oh, yeah. I'd be much more unsufferable if the Angels won a World Series. Like the Saints winning a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, you could talk shit, but I kind of accept that my team sucks. So it's like... All right, but if it was like the Angels fucking out of nowhere winning a World Series after the Dodgers fall short, like that would just that would be bad. I'd move. I would move. <laughs> <laughs> so looking at this, I think Seattle Philly makes a difference, and it's just the Niners. Honestly, that makes a big difference if that's going to be the game. If the Niners win the divisional round, yeah. And then I mean, unless well, like we did, one, we did one, we did one point, two point. points? Yeah, and we have the exact same all the way. So if I get Seattle right and Buffalo right, but you get Niners right, it would still even out. Okay. might come down to the Super Bowl MVP. So There's only really those three games that matter, though. Yeah. That's fine. It's probably going to come down to the Super Bowl MVP, Ty. I hate this. That's I hate this. Oh, you know what I just realized, though? What? If I get Seattle and Buffalo right, You get those wrong. Niners move on and beat New Orleans. We're at at a tie. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah. Hey, we still got our spreads to pick, though. I could catch up to you. I don't know if it's physically possible, but... I mean, it is possible. There's only 11 games. We're doing four picks in the playoffs compared to three each week. Yeah, but then there's four next week and then two and then one. So So I could go go 0-8, Jason. We picked the same on one of them this week. You could catch up by seven. I doubt it. I do too. I'm way too good at this. <sighs> I hope the Saints don't Hey, and you get to cash in a bet that I made for your birthday. How about that? Still sitting on my fridge. Like two hundred and seventy bucks or whatever it was. Something good. I think it's two thirty. Hey. That's a great birthday present. That'd Delayed a birthday. Fantastic present. birthday present in February. Mm-hmm. And then you can go just blow it all on something else. <laughs> what casinos do you know? MGM Grand. Okay. So I'll be heading back. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. That can convince us to do a Vegas trip. (laughs) All right. That was fun, Jason. We made our picks. You know what's real fun, Jay? The Saints losing in the divisional round tonight. Gambling on sports. (laughs) Gambling on sports is fun, Jay. Yeah, it is. That's what we just did. I'm going to be gambling on sports this weekend. You will. Now, what I ask of you, do not gamble as much money as Adam Sandler did in Uncut Gems. He did gamble a lot of money, but he hit both times yes spoiler <laughs> spoiler alert throwing that in now spoiler alert should we do spoilers we gotta do spoilers I don't, I don't really have much to spoil if i'm being honest but yeah spoiler alert just ahead of time A minor spoiler alert yeah i might spoil the end yes spoiler alert so yeah <laughs> we'll throw that in there spoiler alert uncut gems jason me and you went and saw it this week yes we did adam sandler kevin garnett other people Julia Fox (laughs) does not surprise me. You looked up her name. You know who I thought it was. I thought her name was Julia Rose, but that's the girl who I think flashed Garrett Cole. I think you're right. Um, Why does it not surprise you that I looked up her name, Ty? It doesn't surprise me, Jeff. I just wanted to see what other bodies of work she was in. Okay. (laughs) Emphasis on bodies. Okay. That's fine. Jason, we are doing patent pending movie scale. Yep. What do you think the plot is? Should we do a little overview? Let's do it with the plot and story. What would you give it for plot and story? Okay, so the plot of the movie is Adam Sandler is a jeweler in the Diamond District, and he has this opal that he loans to Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, I think, has magical powers or whatever, and he doesn't get the opal back. That's kind of like a, that's like, okay, I'll talk about it when I review it doesn't get the opal back, you know. Well, he eventually does, but it's like this trial and tribulations, but then everything's pretty much in Adam Sandler's lens of like all the shit he goes through about the opal, not about the opal. He ends up getting way less money for the opal than he thought. He keeps fucking up at every turn. And then um so and then once he bets money, he's he keeps just trying to get money and he owes a bunch of people money, and then once he bets on a game when Garnett gets the opal and it hits, but then the bet got canceled. So then he bet when he gave the opal back to Garnett, he bet on the playoff game again and it hit. And then spoiler alert, he got shot. Um, That was very surprising to me. Big time twist at the end there. He locks people in the doors. They win. They were going to get their money. And then the guy just fricking pops him in the head with a gun and then ends up shooting the guy he works for. And then they end up robbing Adam Sandler's jewelry store. And the girl has all the money. So we'll see what happens there. I don't think anything's going to happen there. (laughs) Like that's just the end. (laughs) Um, With that being said, Tyler, I gave the plot and the story a 15. Okay. What'd you give it? I gave it a 14. It's a little pretty worse. similar. Pretty similar though. The middle kind of dragged for me. Okay. Other than that, I think it was kind of a good little, it was a suspense movie. Yeah. The whole thing. It was, he's going to get fucked. He's going to get fucked over. He's stupid. He's making bad decisions you maybe, don't want him to make. Maybe save the suspense part for a different part of our scale, if you know what I'm saying. Well, I will. Okay. But I think it dragged a little in the middle and I don't think there was that much holy shit plot stuff going on. I think it was a fairly straightforward plot. Yeah. It's how they did it and how they worked in the plot that made the movie work better overall. Yeah. But 14 for the plot. Nothing crazy. Yeah. It was there was a lot going on. Um like I said like the opal thing was like kind of the main storyline but then it kind of wasn't at the same time. Like it was but like it kind of like disappeared in parts I feel like. Yeah. It was, you know, the Kevin Garnett gambling thing, but then it was his wife, who he's not really married to anymore, has a brother or something who's the guy he owes money, who's jumping him, who is canceling his bet. There's a lot. Yeah. It was a lot to follow. I was a little confused, too, because I, like, I don't know. I, at, f- at first, I didn't realize who that guy was, and then they were family, and then I was, like, even more confused. I don't know. It was a lot to follow. Yeah. But I gave it a fifteen. Fourteen. Visuals and cinematography. I don't really have much to write home about. Um I they did have some cool scenes, like kind of the intro scene, the end the extro outro scene I thought was kind of cool. I mean besides that I didn't really think anything was all that special. I gave it a fifteen. Okay. I, I mean, always give things that I don't think are all that special, but I don't think it was bad. That's usually what a fifteen is for me. I went eighteen. I thought some of the lighting. Oh, choices... I thought you said you didn't like the cinematography when we saw the movie. I said there's one scene that like hurt my oh eyes, but I think overall how it was shot, the use of colors, um, just every the way everything kind of looked and felt throughout the movie. Yeah, it did feel really authentic, but I think it felt good. Nothing really caught my eye though. I was and I was watching for it too, and nothing really caught my eye to give it an above one of fifteen. I don't think they did anything bad. I think it was a well shot movie, but it was nothing. That rose the bar for me. I think it was the colors, and the color palette and everything, and how everything, that's what made it look good for me. It's not like crazy action scenes, nothing, no long one shots or anything like that that I noticed. Yeah. I think it was good, though. I will say one shot, he was at a pharmacy on the corner of 73rd and 1st. Fun fact, right down the street from where I stayed in New York. Oh. I walked by that pharmacy every single day we went to the subway.
2: Same exact pharmacy.
3: I was like, I saw the sign. Well, so he was walking by the pharmacy. I was like, oh, that's because they have a bunch of them. It's like a Dwayne pharmacy. I was like, oh, that's one. Of the, there was one by there. And I was like, oh, it kind of looks similar too. And then they said 73rd and first. And I was like, oh, shit. We stayed at 72nd and first. Pretty lit. I wonder how often New Yorkers are like that watching movies. Probably all the time. Because you just visited there and you're like, oh, that's cool. But like New Yorkers is probably like, hey, New York. I live there. <laughs> I know it, it's hectic and everything, but it's really easy. It was for me to figure out. It's just a giant grid. Yeah, it's just a grid system, right? Yeah, it's just first, second, third, and there's, like, parking stuff, but it's, like, first, second, third, all the way to eighth this way, and then first all the way to, like, 100 and whatever this way, and it's just, like, the subway system was really easy. I thought it was easy. I could probably go to New York right now and get around the, at least the city. You could drop me off in Times Square, and I can get back to that apartment. That's fair. It seems very simple. Key elements. Uh, I teased it. I said... Talk about the suspense a little bit. That was one of the key elements we decided. A little suspenseful movie. Not Maybe not really a thriller, but it just kind of kept you on the edge of your seat. Maybe maybe even in some cases made you feel a little uneasy. Yes, a little bit. Um, also, I think another key element was just character work, which is another category, characters. But I do think that was a key element, so I don't think it could be ignored. And I'll talk more about the character work in that category. I gave this part an 18 because I think they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish with this movie. Um, it probably could have been higher than an 18. But I'm not changing my score. I agree. It could have been higher than an 18, Jason. That's why I gave it a 20. Yeah, that's fair. I think it was the main point of the movie. Yeah, they did the accomplish plot, what they wanted. Yeah. The plot was okay. But the main thing was it being a suspenseful movie, keeping you on the edge of your seat, viewed through the lens of this one guy. And, and I think they did a really very good job of that. I that's think. why it's getting so much praise. I think it's because they nailed that key element. Maybe I should have gone higher, but I'm not changing it. That's fine. I but will say... a two-point difference. Something I didn't like about the movie... I'll save this for enjoyment. Okay. <laughs> I thought it did good, though. I think just with all the bets and then you finding out his first bet was canceled and he's fucked again, mm-hmm. when he gets jumped, I think that part hits. Um, I think his dumbass decision after he sells the opal to bet all the money... Yeah. That was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was literally in the theater like, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah, at some point... I don't know. I'll talk about enjoyment. Characters. I thought Adam Sandler did pretty good. Very good in this. Um, I gave it a 19. Just banking off that key elements. I thought he did a really good job. He really inhabited this character. Um, I didn't find myself really liking any of the secondary characters. I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I it did kind of find it was like hard to, I don't know, root for someone, I guess. I don't know. I I thought Adam Sandler did a good job, but I do think it was a little overhyped going into the movie just because it was Adam Sandler finally playing like a critically acclaimed role. So I thought it got way more buzz than it really should have where if some no-name indie actor played this role, like, yeah, we would recognize, yeah, it's a good role, but I don't think it would have got as much praise as Adam Sandler's getting just because it's Adam Sandler finally not playing, you know, a stupid comedy role, if that makes sense to me. I definitely agree with that. Okay. I gave characters a 15. Oh. So I gave it lower than you. And that's way like lower lately because of the secondary characters. Yeah. like I, think I said, Adam Sandler it. gets all the credit. I think he did good. The character development. He, you know, he's a fucking degenerate gambler. You can tell that throughout the whole thing. Yeah. He's, you know, trying to fucking get out of debt. He has a problem. He's fucking giving away fake Rolexes that aren't even his. Yeah. You know, he has a problem. I think he does great as far as the secondary characters. The bad guy is a family member. And I don't think he says more than fucking three lines in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, Probably like 10. Really? Yeah, I can't remember ones. much. Kevin Garnett's a dick in this movie. Well, from what I heard is he pretty much played himself. Played himself? Like, yeah, like Kevin Garnett's a dick in real life too. Oh, really? Yeah, this is an asshole move. Did you not listen to the part of my take interview? Well, I did, but when he said like they asked him like because Joaquin Noah was like fangirling over him and he uh, asked him like his <laughs> move and he just yeah. told him to shut the fuck <laughs> up or something. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I, this is a fucked up move. And this dude's like, oh yeah, million dollar opal. See you here at nine a.m. tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, okay. He's like, "Hey, I did pretty good. I'm just not gonna show up with this million-dollar gem." Yeah. Dick move. Side character. Um, I can't remember the dude who works for him. Who's like in between yeah. him and Kevin Garnett. I know who you're talking about. I asshole. liked him. I thought he was good. I think he did good, but he's an asshole. I didn't think he was an asshole. I thought he was justified. Eh? He did. He was. He was getting mistreated. Eh? He was he fucked over Adam Sandler a couple times. But Adam Sandler kept fucking over him. Remember, he wasn't letting him sell his watches. And then would go and sell his watches to other people or give out his watches to other people? That's true. I didn't think of it that way. You see? I still gave it fifteen. That's not a bad score. I gave it higher just because I feel like the secondary characters weren't really that important to this movie. I feel like it was solely it was like it was an Adam Sandler, just the whole movie was through his lens and everything, and I just thought what he did was good. So maybe I gave it less for characters because of I, the I waited for Adam key Sandler. Yeah. I can see that. So I think just the Adam Sandler part, I gave it a 20 for the key elements because they nailed that. Yeah. As far as everyone else, I think it's less. So I think you took away some points for key elements. You added it for characters. I liked Julia Fox. She did good. One thing I didn't understand, um, this is about the plot and the story, when he gives the ring to that jewelry company and then just gets it back five days later, what was that? What? They gave him money for that ring but then said he could come get it back like Friday but then there was like a 15% something. I believe it's like a loan and so you essentially give them something worth x amount of money they say okay we'll loan you this money if you don't give me the money back this is mine and i'm going to make money on it so say they get that ring they say this ring's worth $20,000 i'll uh, loan you $15,000 well, i hold yeah, on to the ring it be way less than that but yeah yeah right. i hold on to the ring if you don't bring me back 15,000 i just you know i can sell this for 20 and make a profit or i can make a little bit of interest on you oh okay yeah i didn't understand that Thank you for explaining. I I'm, didn't I didn't knock that for the plot and story. I just literally didn't understand. Yeah. That's what I believe that is. I think you can go there and I think it's called collateral or something. Oh, okay. Whereas you give them this as collateral and you say, I'm going to take a loan. You now have this. If I can't pay off my loan, you own that. Interesting. All right. Enjoyment. Enjoyment. I gave it an 18. You enjoyed this movie a lot more than I did, Ty. I told you enjoyment's very easy for me, though. I gave it a 14. Okay. I did not enjoy this movie that much. I really didn't. I thought, I, I, for what it was trying to achieve, I think it did good. And I enjoyed watching that part of it. It's not like an enjoyable movie that I want to rewatch. It's called Enjoyment. <laughs> but I enjoyed watching <laughs> how they created this piece of art. Oh, my Xbox is on. Um, see, I don't really care that much about that. Just I just looked at it in terms of how much I enjoyed the movie. It's like that movie, Eighth Grade. Um, I could recognize that it was a well-made movie and everything. But just in terms of personal enjoyment, like I found myself really bored. In part of it. And I also found myself. And I know this was an intentional move against them. Or for them. And it was to kind of paint like a convoluted scene or whatever. But like all this shouting. I did not like that. <laughs> I, I didn't like it. That was the thing I was going to say I didn't like. It's just like every scene. Everyone was yelling. And I couldn't understand anything, dude. Like, what? Why are you yelling? Like seriously. Like, Calm down. There was parts of it, yeah, where just everyone was screaming. And I was like. Oh. It felt to me personally like it was a little overdone. Like it would, it was, I understand the purpose they did it, but they did it so much that I felt like it just felt so watered down and just, but that's really, that's how New York is, you know, in in the diamond district and everything. I'm assuming, I don't think I went to the diamond district. If I did, I didn't realize, Um, but just, I, I thought it was kind of boring and I expected more and the ending was like, Oh shit. But kind of like, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story they were trying to tell and how they did it. I think the shouting served a por- like a purpose too. I think it was to show how chaotic the story I, I just was. I thought they overdid it. I really did. I, that's fair. I think it was to build on, you know, showing oh it's chaotic yeah. situation type thing. But I enjoyed it. Again, enjoyment's the easiest thing on this for me. If I'm not bored throughout your movie, it's getting a 20. I was bored. I got a little bored, so I gave it an 18. I was pretty bored. It was all, it was like kind of like I got up and peed. Yes, I you hold did. my peas. I was surprised with that. Exactly. I was like, "Wow." that that shows i was like i was like dude i'm kind of bored right now i got to pee <laughs> i'm going to go pee that's fair what was your score my final score 85 out of 100 mine was an 81 okay 2 points higher than the star wars movie i en- i i know okay again i'm not attached to star wars as much i enjoyed star wars much more than i enjoyed this movie is it a better made movie? Absolutely not. But just in terms of how much I enjoy it, I definitely enjoyed Star Wars more than <laughs> this movie. I gave them the same enjoyment score, but for different reasons. For very different reasons. What do you think of my total score, Ty? So you gave it an 81, I give it an 85. That gives us an 83. Which, uh, yeah, it's right about where I think it deserves to be. Um, It's a good movie. I don't think it deserves all the Oscar busts it is getting. I will say that. I agree. A24 has produced some pretty good movies though I know that you know it's like their highest grossing movie ever already yeah that's Adam Sandler that's what happens when you get an A-lister in your fucking key role oh yeah that's all there is to it I'm sure they have much better movies besides that Um, I want to see that Waves movie Waves? yeah I haven't heard of it it's about like this this dad who's like raising his kids all like tough and everything and kind of I, I know it's like I don't know if it's solely like racial based but it is a black dad and I think it's kind of teaching them like the the Wikipedia says the epic emotional journey of a suburban African- American family as they navigate love forgiveness and coming together in the wake of a tragic loss wow it just it looks really powerful it looks like a powerful movie that I would feel something that's fair probably won't see it now <laughs> movies we may or may not see Jason this is our last podcast of December Oh shit! I forgot about this. Yeah, I did too. January movies, January movie releases, and let me tell you, there ain't a lot. I there ain't a lot for the whole freaking year of 2020. Let me tell you, I have not looked at the whole year, but just it's a letdown after this year. It really is. I know the MCU is going to be picking up after this year. Yeah, but who knows? We'll see. I will say January is usually a month. I've uh, I've learned this. January is a month for shit movies. Yeah, it's the post-holiday. Post-holiday and as far away from the Oscars as possible. So if a studio feels like it really doesn't have a chance to win awards or anything, it's going to get released in January. And any big releases in terms of a family movie or a couple movie is going to be waited till Valentine's Day. Yes. So January is usually thin. Mm -hmm. January and like October, I think.
2: September, October. maybe Maybe not September they have Labor Day but October for sure
3: yeah Uh, October may be good for horror movies but that's probably about it I did see three we can talk about I looked and there's not a single one I'm excited for but go ahead now this movie I believe is already released but it goes like national I believe it expands to theaters I don't think I'll see it but I'll wait till it's on Netflix or something because it looks like a really good movie it's called Just Mercy I believe they showed a trailer for it on Uncut Gems. Yeah, Just Mercy Expands with Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, Jamie, Jamie Foxx, Fox. Brie Larson. Ooh. Brie Larson? <laughs> Brie Larson. I might have to see that. It's the story of black man is like wrongly tried for something. History making battle for justice. Michael B. Jordan plays a lawyer trying to get justice for this black man in a very racist community. I believe it takes nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. Yeah. It looked good looks like it's gonna be a really good story and it's three great actors three very good actors michael b jordan jamie foxbury larson fantastic fucking actors right there i'd like to say completely offhand great career move by michael b jordan to add the b to his name oh yeah you got to do that if your name is michael <laughs> jordan you got to do that <laughs> um another movie jason bad boys for life i've never seen a bad boys movie but it did look entertaining i don't think i've seen either the trailer had me laughing out loud it looks like an entertaining movie it looks like a da- a movie my father would love Absolutely oh love. oh for sure yeah no doubt yeah but it looks funny like a funny garbage action movie i probably won't see it still i mean there's nothing else to see in january so if i got a I got a free weekend i'm probably gonna go see this movie over just mercy oh yeah probably other movie do little not excited at all about this jason but john cena's in it so i have God, to go God see damn it damn it oh sorry he's <laughs> just about to say john cena's in this fucking movie jay i have to go support <laughs> him yeah uh robert downey jr dr Doolittle, i believe tom holland camille nanjiani john cena and a fuck ton of other people are all in this i feel bad because the main reason i don't want to see it is just because his accent i don't like his accent <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the way he talks yeah so it what Selena it Gomez. I think it'll probably looking at this, that movie going to make the most. Oh, January. absolutely. I don't think it's even going to be close. I think leaning on the MCU and Robert Downey Jr. And Dr. Doolittle being a good, good movie from our childhood. One of my personal favorites. Never seen it. Really? Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy once. Yeah. That's probably why I'm not excited for this movie. Yeah. I'm not excited either, but I think it'll be good. John Cena plays Yoshi. He's a polar bear. Which is the most perfect animal I can think of for John Cena? There's a lot of big names in this. Oh, the cast is fucking insane. There's it's a... just all voice acting. But still, like you still got to pay them a good amount to. Which Kumail Nanjiani in this movie? I don't know how the fuck they didn't get him on screen without ripped. He is now. <laughs> I think you got to get that man on screen at all costs now. Well, he didn't record this when he was ripped. He probably recorded this like last January. That's true. He's probably getting ripped. We'll probably hear him grunting from working out (laughs) in this movie. Uh, I'll probably go see it because same thing. I'll have a weekend and I'll probably go see Doolittle. But I can say I'm not very excited for it. Yeah, other than that. But maybe it proves me wrong. Sometimes those are the best movies. That's true. The ones that you're just not expecting. Yeah, other than that, I don't see anything. Uh, Hansel and Gretel. Gretel and Hansel. Why did they change the names around? Yeah. I don't want to see it. Purely because of that. I know nothing about it, but the fact that they're like, oh, oh we're so smart. It's Gretel and Hansel. Like, <laughs> that's going to get people in the door. Fuck you. Uh, Batista's <laughs> in a movie that's probably going to be terrible. <laughs> what movie? My Spy. It. He's a pro. She's I, a natural. I don't don't I even spy. see it on here. It's like a Disney Channel movie. Okay, that makes sense. My Spy. He does a lot of bad things. He's in a few good movies. He's in a lot of bad movies. He's Hey. The Rock was in a lot of bad movies at first. Don't say it. John Cena had to start with bad movies, I think. The Marine in all those WWE movies. He's starting from the bottom. Okay. Has John... Uh, blockers. I was going to say, has John Cena been like a star of a good movie yet? Blockers it, would be that movie. And Trainwreck. Hey, he who's in a star in train Hey, wreck. Hey, Batista's in Guardians of the Galaxy, okay? Oh, uh, what that's all I'm saying. Ask for He's been in good movies, but... And you know what, Jason? Guardians Galaxy, great movie. And he's great in it. Drax is hilarious. One of the key key things of that movie. Um, John Cena, Bumblebee. I heard that was a very good movie. I've heard it's a fantastic. Movie never seen it, but he was like one of the lead lead roles. Now, Jason, the real question is though, did either of those movies make your decades list? No, and Uncut Gems also didn't make my decades list. Well, you could have waited. You could wait. It's yeah. not on my decades list. I mean, I gave it a fourteen for enjoyment. This mo- list is solely just my. Why did you point at me? No, I was just doing finger guns cuz I lean back cuz I'm ready to go. Oh. I'm pretty amped up right now. This movie is this list is just my top 10 favorite personal movies. Um yeah. And some of them aren't critically acclaimed, some of them are critically acclaimed, but I didn't care. I like I didn't factor that into my votes at all. I didn't factor what other people think. I didn't factor about what Tyler would judge me for. I was about to, but I didn't. I just ranked my top 10 most enjoyable favorite movies of the decade that when I look back I was like I really like that movie. I agree. I have nothing to go off of on this. Some of these movies are completely different than others, and that's okay. Some of these Mm. movies I love because of how artsy they are. Some of these movies I love because of how stupid and awesome they are. All right. So Six Underground is number one on your list. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Going 10 through one, Jason. And again, like the other list, if we say a movie, do not say it until it appears on your list. Yeah. You go ahead and start this off. I couldn't find a 10th movie, Ty. That's insane to me because I had like twenty five. I had an error. See, my thing was I didn't write down like movies I liked. Like I just, I don't know. I didn't want to have to go through that process, so I just was thinking of them. But I had I had more in my head. Don't get me wrong. But none of them, none of them, I thought were good enough to be number ten, so I didn't consider them putting them at number ten. So Um, you have a nine through one list, and then you threw a movie in for ten. Pretty much, I was gonna put Law Abiding Citizen. Terrible reviewed movie. Terrible, but just so enjoyable. It's such an Very enjoyable. enjoyable. Movie. It's right up there with Six Underground for just absurdity <laughs> that you love. <laughs> but it was made in two thousand nine. Yeah. So number ten, I went with Captain America: Civil War. That is a great movie. Um, and I was worried because I wasn't sure where I ranked it on my MCU list back before Endgame came out. Spoiler alert: it was ranked number two. Oh, and I will say this is not the last MCU movie on my list. So pretty is accurate. that the third MCU movie on your list though? not neither confirming nor denying okay (laughs) um so yeah civil war number 10 just watched it the other day on christmas great little team-up movie slash dynamic with um tony stark and captain america and we've talked about it before and i don't think we have to talk about it much again but it's just a great movie we don't have to jason number 10 on my list it stars a man we were speaking of i think last week it's a movie we were talking about last week i think okay that's the martian the martian okay Number 10 on my list. Now, I said I didn't love the performance I remember when we were talking about it. Did However, you watch it? No. Oh. <laughs> However, the movie itself, everything about it I fucking love. The sciency nerdy shit about it. Accurate science mm-hmm. Very shit. accurate. Mm-hmm. Very good story. Very fun to watch and just see how everything's working and then feel for him and then see Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. I think I stand Sebastian Stan. <laughs> I just like him in everything. It's a unique movie. It's not. I think it is based off a book, but it's not a sequel it's not yeah an adapt like a big adaptation and i have not seen interstellar or gravity so it's my favorite space movie de- movie of the decade i haven't seen either of those movies Easily. either <laughs> uh, great movie though good performance not top 10 but good performance just a great story and i enjoyed it very much me too Well, was it your number 9 no okay what is moneyball ooh okay talked about it last week i had a performance Brad Pitt and Moneyball. Bill Bean. Rewatched this movie a few months ago. And I love baseball. And I love money.
4: Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I've long stated that the Oakland Athletics would be my team if the Dodgers just stopped existing. I would be an athletics fan because the throwback unis are beautiful. Ugliest uniforms in all of baseball. Um, but you were also on the athletics a lot growing up. So that makes I, sense. I was. The 1-in-21 athletics. Or 1-in-20, I believe. I think we had 21 games. 1-in-20. 20. And I'm just saying, that one got your team into the tournament champions yes, it so you're welcome i appreciate it we were we played spoiler <laughs> all right <laughs> second to last game of the year last game i don't know it was epic but i just like Moneyball. So i like I'm... the baseball dynamic i like brad pitt's performance i like just the personal elements the baseball elements the ties into actual things that happened elements yeah and it's still going on in 2019 which is insane because this was based in what 2002 yeah billy bean still like still doing it that's crazy yeah Uh, I have not seen that movie recently, so it did not make my list. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's your favorite baseball movie of the decade. Okay. Is it your favorite baseball movie in general? No. Okay. It's not. (laughs) Um, I will say if I didn't watch Moneyball a few months ago, this was like six months ago I rewatched it. I probably would have forgotten how good it was. But I rewatched it and I was like, wow, this is a really good movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it in forever, but I remember loving it. Yeah, so I can't argue it. Number nine on my list, Jason. Some people might give me shit for this. I won't, tie. I don't care. Some people might give me shit that it's on my list. Some people might give me shit that it's so low on my list. I don't, I won't, tie. That's how polarizing of a movie this is. Okay. Avengers Endgame. Okay. <laughs> Number nine on my list. Licked on my list. Okay. This movie has the greatest fucking fighting scene of any any action movie ever. I'll say it. Yeah. That final scene, there's just nothing compares to it. There are many plot holes in this movie. I rewatched it. Recently. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. The plot holes are just, you got to just let it be. <laughs> oh, yeah. And name a plot hole. Sorry. The time travel. I just want to know one that you recently. Captain America of. time travel. How he fights himself. No, 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 just at the end where he's putting his stones back. I said that. And no, you, yeah. No, I you, argued for it, but still, it's uh, if we have to have that long of a conversation, that's an issue. Um, the, I, During the fight scene. During the fight scene. You know, uh, I believe it's War Machine, Machine, Hulk, and Rocket are drowning. Yeah. We see a shot of them basically taking their last breath of air. Mm -hmm. And then it's a good 10 minutes until we see them again. (laughs) And they bust out like, oh, okay, we're good now. He saved us. They would have drowned and died. (laughs) They easily would have drowned and died. I think the logic there, if I had to explain it, would be like, it wasn't completely linear maybe like but, and that again, happening was at the exact same time as the scene that we saw next. Like they were coinciding. It wasn't like that happened. Then that happened. So that would just be the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you get know what I'm saying? No, no, I get what you're saying. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to defend it. I the scene where they're happen- getting, happen- they happen-care. have to get the infinity gauntlet to the van yeah. and, uh, Peter Parker has it. Yeah. And he gives it Captain Marvel and he's like, Oh, how are you going to get through that? She's like, Oh, she has help. And only the female superheroes come over to help her. That's absurd. I love it for the movie. I love that you get a female action scene. The statement. I love the statement of it. But we're in the middle of a battle now. Where the fuck are all the guys at? <laughs> like, why are only the females trying to help get this main objective? <laughs> That's true, yeah. Like, like the, the most important part of the whole fight. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, we'll, we'll just let the girls handle this. Like, go help. <laughs> that sounds lazy. That sounds like a guy thing to do. That is. They were probably honest. all sitting on the couch. It was probably like NFL Sunday or something. <laughs> they are like, there's two-minute warning. It's the end of the game. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> um, But... The movie itself is the greatest theater experience I've ever had. Mm -hmm. The final scene is one of the greatest scenes I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Um, The emotional scene with Tony Stark at the end. Mm -hmm. and The funeral. Mm -hmm. Cried like three times this past weekend watching it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And that's just because I love the MCU. Yeah. Just the cheeseburgers line. Just the cheeseburger line with his daughter. I love it too, Ty. Gives me teary-eyed. That's absurd. It shouldn't, but it does. So it had to be on my list, but I know it's not a great made movie. I thought it was just personal enjoyment, Ty, not how well it was I, made. I personally enjoyed this very much, but on Rewatch, I pick out the plot holes more than I more than I did in theaters. And that's why it's that's on fair. my list, but it's number nine. That's fair. Maybe we'll talk about the movie some more. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe we will. My number eight is another superhero movie. Oh shit. But not an MCU movie. Okay. Number eight. Batman versus Superman. You know I'm kidding. It's not Batman versus Superman. <laughs> we were talking about it before the podcast, and you said it was criminally underrated. And I was like, did this motherfucker really just put that movie on the list? <laughs> it's not even the best DCEU movie. It's uh, not. Into the Spider-Verse, number eight. What a coincidence, Jason. Number eight on my list, Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I thought you weren't supposed to say it if you had it on your list. Uh, it's in the same spot, so <laughs> I'm saying it. Um, the top animated movie for me of the decade could for, not not be on this list. They're also me. We both had it number one. We both we both it. have it number eight. That's insane. <laughs> it's a very consistent movie. <laughs> um, Again, great movie. We talked about it before. I love Spider-Ham. I just, I love him. I got a Spider-Ham shirt now. am not sure if you saw that. I didn't. Riley got it for me for Christmas. That's great. Yeah. You needed one. Yeah, I did. I'm glad you have one now. <laughs> one of two Funko Pops I have. But uh, just a great, great movie. Great story. Exploring. Great visuals. Made Miles Morales a household name for those who did not know about him prior if they were not comic book fans. And now, yeah. maybe more kids want to be Miles Morales. Yeah. Fuck Peter Parker. Um, they Did they leave it open for another one? I feel like they they're, did. They're making another one. Oh, they, they absolutely did. did. Yeah, I don't remember fully. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Spider-Ham? Solo? movie? No, no, no. I think it's just going to be a bigger Spider-Verse with more people. Other spider Man. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. If, Sp- if Spider Ham comes back, then I'm okay. He will have to. I don't think you leave him out. A fucking Spider Ham, Babu Freak, and Thor, and not Thor and a uh, Korg. Those are my my three. <laughs> Babu Freak. Is I'm sure you so can funny. find like a Japanese T-shirt with random writing with those three on it. <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> Some SWAT meet somewhere. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna get. get <laughs> oh, dude! I'm gonna get a Mount Rushmore. I'm gonna get someone to design a Mount Rushmore. And It's gonna be Korg's face, Babu Freak's face, Spider Ham's face, and I gotta think of a fourth. There's another one out there. We'll figure it out. There's a fourth. It's left. those stupid fucking comedic roles that aren't really that important, but like you easily could have left them out of the story, but adding them in makes it so much more enjoyable. Babu Freak doesn't even say anything. <laughs> no. He's so funny, dude. It's fucking great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that was also my number eight, Jason. Swear so on your number seven. This movie might be a little bit of recency bias. Okay. Let's but here. Out of any movie in the decade, I would say that after I watched this movie, it made me like feel the most like it literally put me in a mood for like the rest of the day, in okay. the following day. I've t- I told you this when I reviewed this movie. I've told you to watch it. and You still haven't watched it. I don't think. Oh, okay. It's peanut butter falcon tie. Yeah, that movie it. put me in a mood. It was a well made movie. I think it won Sundance awards. Nothing like insanely special, I would say, but it is a well made movie. But it made me feel something. It's a great like friendship. Huckleberry Finn. Who's the other person with Huckleberry Finn? Is there two of them? Tom Sawyer? Yeah. I don't just know. a great friendship story. You know, and you got the actor with Down Syndrome. You got Shia LaBeouf. He wants to be a wrestler. Does he fulfill that dream? I don't know. Um, I remember the one thing I didn't like about this movie was the ending. Kind of had like an artsy ending, but you know what? It is what it is. Um, just a good movie about two guys who both need something in their lives, and they both compliment each other in the most random but perfect way. It's beautiful. It was a very heartwarming movie. Type. I need to watch it. You do. You're gonna. F- you might not cry, but you're 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 gonna feel something. I cry pretty easily. <laughs> so I don't know if there's one moment in this like in this movie though where it's like a cry moment. Yeah, it's, it's just a, the whole the whole thing. Kind come of like, but like a happy sad. You know what I mean? That's fine. I cry it's heartwarming. heartwarming. It's, it's a heartwarming movie, and it's funny. It's like the heart. It's just. It just puts a smile on your face, man. It just puts a smile on your face. That's the only way I could... And it's movies I enjoyed, and I enjoy smiling. That's fine. I wanted to put Dog's Purpose on this list just because the emotional impact it had on me, but I couldn't do it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see number seven. Yeah. My number seven, Jason, I have talked about it many times. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yes. Wow, I'm so good. Number seven on my list. It's just great. It's a great movie. Edgar Wright, the director, shot this amazingly. I love the visuals in it. It's the most unique movie. Got like the, what, like, it's like a weird visuals, like video game visuals almost? Yeah, it's like, like video game visuals, yeah. but also like the music plays into it so heavily. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the music's awesome in the movie itself, but the visuals they incorporate into the music with it, it's just fucking awesome. I need to watch it. I it's, need to do it. I don't know if you like it as much as I love it. I'm sure I'll like it. Yeah, I think you'll like it, but I don't think you'll appreciate it. As oh. as you. It just doesn't what, seem like your I... type of movie. I feel like you're taking a little bit of a shot at me. It really is not. It's just it doesn't seem like your type of movie that you'll enjoy as much as I do. What's my type of movie, Ty? Um, stupid comedy. <laughs> I love You love a stupid I'm comedy, just you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we both love stupid comedy. I know we do. I-, I don't know. I just... You might enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe it'll be seven on your list next time we do... <laughs> Next decade when we go back and do our last two decades worth of lists. In 2099 when we're doing our century list. Yes. At freaking 102 years old. <laughs> but uh, I fucking love this movie. I love how it's shot. I love the story. I love Michael Sarah in it. It's just great. It's fantastic. That's all I can say about it. That's fair, Ty. I need you number six today. The Martian. Oh, hey, that was on my list. It was on your list. I don't think you talked about it a lot. No, I just let you do the talking. You pretty much covered all bases. I just remember being really hyped about this movie. And I like Matt Damon. I feel like he's not in much, but everything he's in, I feel like I like. I liked Goodwill Hunting a lot. That's a fucking great movie. I didn't watch it until years after. I didn't, I just watched I didn't watch it until it like, like three, four years. No, when me and I first got together, so like four years ago, yeah. I think I watched it senior year. So that would be the same year you watched it. Yeah, good movie. I think, didn't you watch it in Psychology? No. Oh, I didn't. I thought that was a movie they showed in AP Psychology. Maybe, but that's not where I saw it. Because I remember they watched a movie I've always wanted to watch, and then I wasn't there to watch it, so I was pissed off. And I thought Maybe it I was Goodwill Hunting. I don't know. That's a fucking um, great movie. Yeah, I feel like he's not in much that I watch. I, I've, I've seen one movie of The Born Identity, and I liked it. Um, haven't seen Ford vs Ferrari. That's brand new. Ty, how oh, was that? You didn't talk about that at all. I didn't talk about it. He was just in that quick review. How was it? Quick review. Great. How was Matt Damon? Great as always. Honestly. Top 10 movie of the year. Not the decade, but top 10 movie of the year. All right. I enjoyed it very much. And I love, I'm biased. I love Ford and cars. But I think just as a standalone movie, if you watch this as a non car person, you'll enjoy it very much. You like cars? Like cars, the animated movie? No, 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 no. That's okay. I like real cars, Jason. I like cars, the animated movie. But I think Um, if you watch Ford versus Ferrari as a non car person, You will enjoy it very, very much. Probably, especially if Matt Damon's in it. Yeah, he's not. I feel like Matt Damon's not really in much. Yeah, I I don't know, man. He's in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot as Loki. Is there a guy named Loki? Or is he playing Loki from Thor? He did play Loki. Oh, well, he's playing Loki in the... In the the play. I think it was the play on Asgard in Thor. He likes to make random cameos. (laughs) That's what he does nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, he just makes a lot of funny cameos. He was also in um, Deadpool 2 as a redneck. This is one of the guys in the truck. Um, but no, I just really liked, uh, really liked him in this movie. And I remember being super excited about the movie. And I want to say it was the first movie me and Riley went to together by ourselves. Oh, so you know what that means? <laughs> 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 no, I just really enjoyed this movie, and it had to be on the list. That's fine. It was on my list too. Snuck in, but I feel like it was a little high. But I, I liked it. I can't say I didn't like it. So I, I don't care. It's your list. Yeah, you're damn fucking right it is. We're at number six? Shoot, I don't remember if I'm being honest. Yeah, number six. Okay, number six on my list, Jason. It's a movie that came out this year. It's a movie with a great performance. Joker. It is Joker. I'm going to spoil it. It wasn't on my list. Okay. That's fine. It was a good movie. I just... Go ahead. Sitting back, when I look at this, and I look at all the movies that were made... And I look at all the movies I enjoyed. Joker is one of the movies that made me feel... Peanut Butter Falcon made you feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. Joker is a movie that uniquely made me feel some type of way. Oh, yeah, I did. And it was not good. Absolutely. It makes you feel uneasy. Way more uneasy than Uncut Gems, that's for sure. Yes. no, I agree with that 100%. And I think it's a good film. I think if you sit down, it's something that makes you feel a type of way. And there's a lot of movies that make you feel good watching them. You watch them, it's a feel-good movie. They make you feel happy. They make you feel excited. This makes you feel very fucking uneasy. Yeah. And it does it so perfectly that it had to be on this list. Plus, personal, I love comic book movies. This is I very uncomic booky, but it's the Joker. I do, too. Um, I appreciate this movie for what it is, and I really liked Walking Phoenix in it. And I remember saying that when we reviewed the movie itself, but I did give it a lower rating than you. Just, I don't know. I just feel like it wasn't a top ten movie for me. It was a great movie, but just in terms of enjoyment, I do feel, I just didn't, I don't know. That, that's fine, man. That's fine. But I enjoyed it very much. Top 10 performances. It was number two. So I obviously appreciate the performance. Yeah, you do. But and I think that carried more weight for me than it did for you. My number five, Tyler. You asked me if Moneyball was my favorite baseball movie of all time. Yeah, I can't think of another baseball movie. So I'm excited to hear what this is. You can't think of another baseball movie? I think it's a movie that gets criminally underrated. And honestly, I give you shit for recency buys. I could be have recency bias because i did just watch this movie about three weeks ago a month ago <laughs> okay do you know what it is no i literally can't think of another but baseball movie that would be I, on this list i loved it when i watched it originally and i've watched it about three times i believe um i've i loved it i always loved it and then i loved it again i told you i sat down i was i was like oh i'll watch it for like five minutes watch the whole damn movie and then it was like one o'clock in the morning it's 42 oh jesus christ we were just talking about it we were just talking about it Ty. okay just in terms of movies I like, it hits the, it just it just it hits the Venn diagram for me. It's a well-made movie. I don't know if it was nominated for any Oscars, maybe some performances and maybe some like smaller Oscars. Um, but it's a movie where people can agree it's like a well-made. You know what I mean? Like a well-made movie, and whatnot. It's a baseball movie. It's it's a feel-good movie. It's a it's a real mo- not a real movie. It's a um, factual movie. If you realize Moneyball, factual. 42 Factual. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the two baseball movies. Um, I just really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it when I watched it the first time, and I really enjoyed it last time I watched it, and I'll really enjoy it next time I watch it. I think it's a good movie. It definitely didn't have the impact on me that it apparently did on you. Well, I mean, you know, you're know, you not a Dodger fan. You know, Your team didn't break down the walls of segregation in baseball, the color barrier, like my team did. Um, my team's pretty supporting of people with the last name of Fish. So... You know, Tyler, I'm gonna say, I thought you were gonna get very racist there. Nope. (laughs) With the nope, just trout and salmon, Tim Salmon. I heard. Okay, real quick, talking about baseball. Okay, (laughs) just completely 360 off the movies, real quick. I read an article. And it was, like, so fake. Like, okay, so I read an article, and the person quoted someone that tweeted it, but, like, I didn't see where the person tweeted it. It was an article where someone said that the Angels didn't pursue Hyunjin Ryu because they didn't want to split the Asian market with Shohei Otani. No.
4: Nope. And then linked to a That's tweet stupid.
3: where the person put – um, and it was a person with, like, a 1,000 followers, but they had, like, Korean symbols. So maybe they're, like, a Korean por- reporter, and they're just not verified. I don't know. But they just tweeted, like – uh Hyunjin Ryu's camp tells me the angels didn't even give him a final offer or something like that and then I didn't see anywhere where it had to do with Korean market I that would never happen right no that's stupid okay it's two different markets Korean and Japan you can't just group together a whole fucking continent and say that's a market the Asian market yeah I I don't know I I'm, I'm just saying I was very oh yeah this tw- a 12 up article which 12 up is sorry 12 Up, I'm never going to write for you. 12 Up's trash. Literally anyone can write for it, and it's just free writing. Um, and they always go viral because they partner with like those MLB memes accounts and everything. Yeah. So they get a shit ton of views. I've seen plenty of absurd articles from them. Yeah, Angels reportedly passing Hyun Hyunjin Ryu to keep Shohei Otani the focus of Asian marketing. And then the tweet from Daniel Kim is, According to Hyunjin Ryu's camp, the Angels never made an offer to sign Ryu. That's it. I don't see anything. Oh, here we go. They linked to something according to a Korean sports website called Neighbor Sports, where everything's in Korean, so I cannot confirm or deny the report. (laughs) I'm not qualified. (laughs) What's your number five? 42, though. I love that movie, Ty. Good movie. My number five, Jason. This movie came out in 2012. Okay. It has. It is the first... Of a genre. The first of a genre. It broke down barriers. It broke down it barriers. It's set up for a beautiful, beautiful future. Avengers 1. The first Avengers. Didn't make my list. Okay. I also rewatched that recently. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. I remember watching it, and it's up there with theater experiences as the first, holy shit, they're actually doing this. Yeah. Team-up movie. Uh, the final fight's action sequence is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's very, I mean... Endgames is good, but this one as far as for when it took place and what preceded it, it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um I love the team-up aspect that led to the rest of the MCU. And you
1: mm-hmm. got to show some love for the first
3: Avengers movie. Yep. You got to show some love. It was a giant box office hit. And it, it helped kick off this beautiful beautiful MCU that we love. No, I def, yeah, I definitely love Avengers. I just I don't know, I didn't find it being a top 10 I enjoyed Civil War more. They just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it just kind of fell off for me, you know? This was before it kept getting bigger. This was before Civil War. Exactly, but I'm I'm saying is after that it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger so like in retrospect that movie seems so much smaller than it was at the time. And maybe that impacted my decision to leave it off my list. Uh I've easily seen this movie the most out of all the movies on this list. I've seen this a couple hundred times. 100? Probably, yeah. Maybe not all the way through, but I've sat down and watched at least an hour of this a hundred times. I've seen it a lot too. Since 2012? I've seen it a lot too. We used to have... We had the DVD and I would... I watched it multiple times on the way to Vegas. I know that like when I was younger. Every time it's on TV, I'd watch it. I did watch it Christmas Eve in and out of it. It was on and I was paying attention to some parts, not paying attention to other parts. I was thinking when I was watching it, so Thanos... Tells Loki to get the stone and kill all of Earth. Well, just go get the Infinity Stones and kill the Avengers who are trying to stop him.
4: Okay.
3: Dinos was like, hey, I'll let you use this stone if you can go get me another stone. Dinos was just such a badass in the new Avengers movies. I don't know why he just didn't do it himself the entire time. It was just one of those things where they just wanted to delay the lazy. big bad. Yeah, he's just lazy. <laughs> I mean he had his kids do everything in the beginning of Infinity War. Yeah. I think he just doesn't like doing shit. <laughs> he's just... Like... <laughs> I think he's big and purple, and it takes a lot to move that big-ass body of his. <laughs> just carry that fucking chin around's got to be a pain. <laughs> oh, man. My number four. I know you're going to hate this one. This is the one mm. you're going to hate. I'm going to move the mic away from my mouth. Why? I'm going to move the mic back close to my mouth. Because I'm going to moan, and I'm not going to like It's my personal favorite movie okay Tyler. but you said i'm gonna hate it so you can't it's preface man too oh my fucking god <laughs> it's my personal favorite movies okay
4: okay
3: i loved anchorman two, and i feel like i do i understand you not making it a top 10 movie and i do un- agree it's not as good as the original anchorman and it's not as good as the even the original will ferrell run of comedies that he made but i do feel like you're not giving it as much love i'm okay with it not being in your top 10 but i feel like you are now you were taking the sta- You were taking the Bryce Harper stance of I. You think I am overrating it so much that you are now underrating it. That's your opinion. Look, the hype for this was real. I had a countdown on my phone for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of days. We went and saw it the first possible showtime we could have. The first possible showtime when they first started doing like Thursday night showings, and we had a, our showing was at like midnight. Maybe not midnight. It was right. It was right when they started doing like before midnight showings because I remember it was like ten thirty. On a school night. On a Thursday night. And I just remember, I'll never forget that feeling, man. Even more than the Avengers movies. I just remember the movie starting and looking at you. You didn't look at me back. And looking at Ben. And Cody was there. And I believe Andrew Diaz was there. And my father was there. And I believe your father might have been there. It's a giant group of people we went with. Andrew Diaz, someone we don't talk to anymore. Cody, don't talk to him that much anymore either. Um, There's probably some people I'm missing out. And I remember just looking up and down that aisle and thinking, wow, it's here. The movie we quote every day at lunch. Well, the 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 predecessor that we quote every day at lunch. The successor is here. I laughed a lot. I went and saw the, the R-rated version they remade. Laughed a lot at that. I'll put it on whenever it's on. I don't have cable, so that's never. But if I did, I'd put it on when it was on. It's not as good as the first one. Like I said, it's not as good as the original run of Will Ferrell comedies. It was my number one comedy of the decade, and just in terms of personal enjoyment and what it meant to me, it it's on the Mount Rushmore tie, and I'm I'm not sorry, I'm not. Okay, I'm not number is, four. Is it a well? Is it a greatly made movie? No, but that's fine. Number four for me, Jason. <laughs> I don't know why you hate it that much. It was a letdown. Yeah. It was one of those things where you leave the theater like that was pretty good, and you rewatch it, and you're like. That wasn't as good as I thought it was. I disagree. I rewatch well, it and I think it's great. How good the predecessor was? I rewatch Double it. Let I down. think it's great. Okay. I'm pretty sure we did our top Will Ferrell movies and I talked you into moving Anchorman 2 into like the top three or something. No. No, I did not. What's do your that? number th- What's your number four? <laughs> number four for me and Jason. It's a musical. It's La La Land. Ugh. It's a great movie. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> It uh, has an Oscar winner in it, unlike your fucking movie. <laughs> I'm sure someone in that movie's won an Oscar for something. Yeah, maybe. At one point or another. Steve Carell has yeah. been nominated. Has he? Yeah, for some movie in like 2014 or something. It's La La Land. It's a beautiful movie. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> it's very artistic. The very songs is great. Very, very colorful. Surprised I didn't have to watch it for my movie class that I had where I didn't watch any of the movies.
0: Yeah.
1: i would have watched
3: that one for you ty thank you jay you're welcome it's beautiful it's beautifully shot it's a beautiful story the performances in it are great and Mm. i very 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 much enjoyed this movie it's because you're a big musical fan right nope 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 which is even why it's more absurd that it's this high on my list you should try musicals dude maybe i should go see a musical victoria i'll buy you a wicked tickets i don't want to see wicked Why? Wicked's good. What do you want to see? What do you you want to see? I got hookups. Uh, Hamilton. All right. Victoria's (laughs) birthday is around the corner. Happy birthday, Victoria. (laughs) Hamilton tickets. How would Victoria react if I bought her fucking Hamilton tickets for her birthday? (laughs) I don't know. She definitely isn't a musical person either. So she'd be like, thank you? (laughs) What's number three? How much did you spend on these? Top three, Jason. What's number three? How would you feel if another man spent like $600 on your girlfriend? I mean, it'll also be on me, so. (laughs) Outspend you. (laughs) You're going to Disneyland, right? Yes. California Adventure, actually. Hey, I'm going to Disneyland, too, later in the month, though. I don't know what park I'm going to. Might go to Universal in a few weeks, actually. Okay. On January 10th. That'll be fun. (sighs) What number? (laughs) Three. (laughs) Avengers Endgame. Okay. I had it much higher than you. Yes, Um, you did. Again. Theater experience. You mentioned it already. Um, just a great theater experience Um, a little bit more hype than Infinity War which we may or may not talk about with our last top three slash top two last five total picks a little bit more hype just because it was kind of the end of an era the end of you know the Tony Stark era we should say the end of the original Avengers era now we're moving into a new era some carryover characters we'll see hopefully they fucking do something with Hulk because man I was not happy with what they did with him in this movie I agree um, but yeah, the argument for this movie it's it's got a little bit of everything. It's got the action, right? Yes, it does. It's got the comedy. Yes, it does. There's some good one-liners. It's got the plot holes. Yes, it does. It's got the heartwarming scenes that make you want to cry. Yes, it does. It's got the dystopian feeling of no re- abandoned. I don't know what I'm trying to say in the beginning. <laughs> the beginning of the movie, <laughs> half the population. It's got is some dead. great performances. It's got political statements. Okay. With the women. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's just got a little bit of everything, Ty. Yeah, it's a movie that is an action movie. It's a feel good movie. It's a holy shit movie. Think about the chills you got when Captain America picked up Mjolnir. I I I let out a sound. I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but I audibly made a noise in the theater. I it was one of those things where like we kind of knew it was going to happen eventually, but when it did, it fucking happened. It's just ever they gave you everything you wanted. They gave, or the awesome scene where they're all three fighting Thanos. Pretty awesome. I feel like there was other awesome scenes that let out like really big claps too, right? I mean, it's just this, all of them fighting Thanos. But there was another scene I remember where it was like, oh, the on your left scene, Avengers Assemble, and like I remember he, he said Avengers Assemble, and the whole theater just freaking, ah! me included. Yeah. Um. Man, again, that that final scene is the reason it's on my list. A final scene is just everything you could ever ask for Yeah, as a Marvel fan. 45 minutes of just beautiful, beautiful action. And I was thinking about something, Ty. New year, potentially new us. Should we tweak our intro for Within the Lines? Same same little digital soundtrack, just change some of the sound bites. What do you think? I like it. Updated Maybe one of them. I Am Iron Man. Okay. Maybe a new sports one or something. Saints win the Super Bowl that would be in february but well maybe we gotta wait delay the change (laughs) okay (laughs) but yeah Adventures end game number three much higher than you had it yeah i'm fine with you having it low still on the top ten list Mm -hmm. number three on my list jason roll your eyes i'm not i'm not gonna judge you like you judge me That's, that's a load of shit i'm not unless it's one movie in particular that i'm locking in my brain right now jason this woman has been in a giant MCU franchise. Oh my God, God it is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's A Star is Born. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, maybe Marriage Story is on your top two, but I just love calling you a Marriage Story stand. It's a great movie. That's not the movie I'm here to talk about right now, Jay. The movie I'm here to talk about right now is A Star is Born, starring Lady Gaga. And you do Bradley like Cooper. that movie. I fucking love that movie. It's a, it's a, I didn't see it when it came out. I watched it afterwards. I've never seen it. And I've seen it multiple times now, and every single time, it gets me. The music in it is fantastic. The emotional scenes are in the fantastic. Shallow, the,
1: shallow. the Bradley
3: Cooper acting is fantastic. How's Lady Gaga's acting? It's really good. She's like a true actor in this. It, does she play Lady Gaga? No. Oh, I thought this whole time she played Lady Gaga. <laughs> no, she plays uh, another star. I can't think of what it. She, she a pop call. star? Ally. She, Ally. She a pop star? Yeah, kind of. And then you had the whole Lady Gaga Bradley Cooper like, are they fucking? That was a pretty fun debate to have. That was cool. That was a good conversation. But the <laughs> movie itself, ten out of ten. Who else is in that? Is it so. pretty much just them two? Um, the dude with the really deep voice, Morgan He's an Freeman. Old man. Um, he does the Dodge commercials. Oh, the black guy? No, nope. no, that's Allstate. <laughs> <laughs> what The fuck's that guy's the name? Same the Allstate in your hands guy. Uh, star is. I know he was in uh, Ghost Rider. Never seen it. Not a good movie. Never even heard of it. If I'm being honest. Ghost. It's a uh, fucking this. The dude who's a skeleton who rides a motorcycle with fucking... Oh, Ghost Rider. I thought you said Ghost Rider. <laughs> no, Rider. I've seen Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah, he's the old guy in it. Um, What the fuck, man? Why can't I find the cast Sam Elliott? never heard of him. He's the old guy in Ghost Rider.
1: Him. Oh, I is know the that Dodge guy.
3: Commercials. I know that guy. He looks like he could play the Monopoly man if they made a Monopoly movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was your number three, *Stars Born. Anything else you'd like to say about a Star is Born, Ty? It a really good movie, and I really like it. I think we have the same one and two. That's what I, I thought really earlier. Do. Number two had two top ten performances of the decade on my list. Holy shit, we do. It is the Wolf of Wall Street. Number two for me is the Wolf of Wall Street. Talked about it last week. Just a great, chaotic ballad of awesomeness by Martin Scorsese. That's yes. what you Did it right. I don't want to feel stupid. I'm very bad with names. You I know that. Martin Scorsese? Yeah, he's, yeah he directed right. it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm very bad with names. And um, DiCaprio. Jonah, <laughs> Jonah Hill, Hill. Margot Robbie. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. A very, little bit. B- very brief. A little very brief. Um, A couple other people. The Punisher. The dude who plays the Punisher's in this. Really? Briefly. It's a great movie. Um, it gets some bad reviews on Rotten Tomatoes because of the uh, just brash... In your face, you know, just things it throws at you. But I like it. I like brash. I like adultery. Is the, what does adultery mean? Uh, cheating. I don't like adultery. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like adultery. Shit. <laughs> there's a lot of in this movie. So if that's really what you like, then. <laughs> <coughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing at you. It's a great movie. I Googled Wolf of Wall Street, and it just said, you know, people also ask the first question, who is the real Wolf of Wall Street? I don't know why that's funny to me. Like, it's pretty <laughs> obvious. There's another one based on a true story, Jay. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that, but then I would have spoiled it if I said it. <laughs> so you it. had to stop yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's three of my top ten are based on a true story. but It's just great. I love the, the performance of Leo. I love the all the drugs and partying they have and then getting in trouble and fucking hiding from the law. Mm -hmm. Just all of it. I love the coming from nothing to being rich as fuck to Mm -hmm. becoming rich as fuck in illegal ways. and having to pay for that. The rise and fall of this man. And it's a great story. I don't know if we talked about this scene last week when we talked about his performance, but the scene on the boat where he's like bribing the FBI agents. Pretty good scene. That's one of those scenes you always see on Twitter like once every few months where they're like, people tweet something about it. And then it's that scene from that movie. Yeah. I'm just throwing money at the fucking FBI agent. Mm hmm. Because he's that baller. For illegal reasons. We do not condone illegal actions. Or adultery. Or adultery. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street's my number two. It's your number two as well. Which means we are down to our number ones. Avengers Affinity War. Yeah. Wow. We got this. Ow. Oh. Do you ever get your hair stuck in there at the screen? Yeah, my hair's a little bit longer than yours, so it's not as much of an issue. A little bit longer? <laughs> Yeah, I have a beard and you're clean shaven. <laughs> <laughs> it's double I mean a little bit. I don't even have your five o'clock shadow. I don't know. I think I shaved yesterday. Um yeah, number one Avengers Affinity War. We said it. It was the better of the two late Avengers movies. Recent Avengers movies, I should say. Just scene by scene. I don't I don't really nitpick anything they could have flipped around, could have done differently, besides maybe fucking Hulk. But at the time, I thought it was because they were going to have a badass reveal in the second one. So I'm not going to hold it against him in that movie. Um, Even Hulk has a badass scene to open the movie. That's true. They still give Hulk plenty of love where he goes fucking toe-to-toe with Thanos. That's true. Which, in hindsight, though, is pretty good that he at least went toe-to-toe with him. Yeah, I mean, he fucks him up for a little while there. And then he was like, just kidding. (laughs) Starts fucking Hulk up. Um, But just, again, I I gave um, Josh Brolin a top ten performance. I thought the Thanos... You know, just story, and this is his movie. I thought it was fantastic, the team-up element. Another scene that was, oh, shit, that I almost mentioned for Endgame, but it's an Infinity War when Thor comes back to Wakanda, and he's got his lightning. He's just fucking everyone up. That's just fucking hype as shit. Um, it just it takes you—everyone gets a good amount of screen time. You know, you have your separate little storylines. And, again, I don't think there was anything they did wrong, really, in this movie, and I enjoyed it. The theater experience wasn't quite as big as Endgame, like I said, because Endgame was like the end. But the reason Endgame was so big is because this one was also very big. Yeah, 100%. Um, We talked about it when we ranked the MCU, when we went through the Rotten Tomato scores and you were reading me off the bad reviews. Yeah. And I was shit-talking all the bad reviews. Yeah. I absolutely love this movie. It's probably my favorite movie of all time. Mm, I think I still give it to Anchorman. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to watch both back to back. I watch this feel. a lot. I think Endgame is a fun team up movie, and that final action scene is awesome. But for most of it, we just get the original Avengers. Yeah. For most of the movie. This movie, Infinity War, it is everyone. You get everyone. You get time with this group of characters, this group of characters. Everyone they've built up over these 20 some movies, you spend time with. Yep. In one way or another, except for Captain Marvel, but that's fine. It came after. Yeah. Um,. It does a great way of balancing all of that, giving each group of characters, at least, maybe not each individual character, but each group of characters, their moment to shine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's emotional. You have the death scenes. You have them losing, which is fucking great. You have Thanos. That was a oh shit ending, too. I didn't even think about that when I was listening at number one. When yeah. you see the, I mean, granted, they came back and won, but they ended the movie, everyone, baiting to dust. Not everyone, but 50% of everyone. Fading to dust. Yeah. I mean the movie ends with Captain America <coughs> on his knees. Just defeated. Yeah. And oh bro. Oh. I was when I was rewatching the first Avengers and um Tony was talking to Loki and he said something about defending Earth and he was like, And if we do lose, you'll better be damn sure that we'll avenge it. I was I got I got a little bit of chills. I was like, oh. Wow. I don't <laughs> know if that was intentional. They eventually lost and then avenged it. Yes they did. It's beautiful. It's so poetic. I love um, it. I love everything about this movie. I love the Thanos story arc and how it's his movie, but then it also shares time with everyone else. The only only complaint is the Thor Rocket Groot side mission to make Stormbreaker. I thought that was fine. But again, that's fine. That's still what else were they gonna do? They could yeah. have had it done other things, but even that story That arc, was a good way to kinda of take Thor out of the action action part. And then his reveal in Wakanda makes it so much fucking better Andy when he comes back. And he almost kills Thanos. I mean, he does almost kill Thanos. Does this? Do these movies confirm that... Well, and then he actually does kill him. He does. Do these movies confirm that Thor is more powerful than Hulk? Um, Between Ragnarok and these two? I think it kind of does. Maybe. With his weapons. Maybe. Who knows? Captain Mar. I mean, honestly, Captain Marvel took out an entire fucking spaceship in Endgame. You want to hear another rat or some rotten reviews? Let's <laughs> shit on some more reviews. Diane Sagner of ReviewExpress.com writes, nothing is solved as fighters on both sides die. And that's the end of the story. Dot, dot, dot. So what's left? What do you mean? Nothing is solved. The main character of the movie won. That's how the movie ended. Thanos is the main character and he won as a standalone film. The main person won what he was. He achieved what he was trying to fucking achieve. James Vernier of the Boston Herald writes, it's, and infinity all right the definition of an overkill literally perfect balancing between all the characters i can't stress that enough everyone gets their moment everyone gets their time to shine it's it is what it is how about ross bonamy of the brightest young things writes infinity war feels about as emotionally empty as a child slamming action figures together that is that's absurd (laughs) that's literally absurd man kills his daughter man kills his daughter throws her off a cliff to achieve what he feels his life goal is Iron Man watches Peter Parker die in his arms. He didn't even want him to go on this mission. He told him to stay home. He tried sending him home. And this kid was just trying to get his approval. And it all ended in death. Thanos is an I- Ruben Safaya of Cinemalogues writes Thanos is an idiot, but neither he nor the filmmakers know this. Maybe he could have done it other ways. <laughs> but, again, Jason, everyone says why not just double resources? I learned in biology, we are at living capacity for the planet. <laughs> more resources or not we're above living capacity. Yeah so you double the resources. we're just going to keep building up till we destroy the planet and everyone's dead. Yeah, exactly so maybe he was thinking that. All what? right. last one. Avi offer of the NC movie guru rates the movie a 2.20282652 out of 10. That's absurd. And writes, she just wants attention. It's a he. He just wants attention. The equivalent of a bad one night stand with a very weak climax that you wish would have ended much, much sooner. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I think think he just had that written up and was like, I don't know what to use this for. And he's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to stand out with Avengers and use this funny one line. (sighs) Top critics. Um, There's still some rotten ones. I I don't understand how this movie isn't 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't get it. I think when you look at it for what it is, and you don't go in there trying to stand out and say, oh, look how cool I am. I gave it a bad score. Yeah. You go in knowing that it's a team-up film, knowing that it's a culmination of all these other movies, and it's going to have all these fucking characters in it. It is perfectly executed. Ooh. Okay, I'll read you one more. Just because this guy didn't just bash Infinity War. He didn't bash the entire MCU and it's people like this that are stupid. John Semley of Globe and Mail, top critic, writes, Even by Marvel's own standards of serviceable mediocrity, Infinity War fails. Serviceable mediocrity. Again, this is, I want to stand out. I'm cool. <laughs> this is the biggest franchise on the earth, and I'm going to stand out and say it sucks. Okay, Martin Scorsese. What? He's the one that said that, right? He says it's not film, which is fine. It is what it is. It's not artsy or anything. They're good stories. I thought he said it was like ruining film or something. I don't know. He said it's not cinema or some shit like that, which is fine. It's not artsy. It's not Uncut Gems. It's not A Star is Born. But for what it is, it's fucking incredible. Isn't the whole point of a movie theater like the blockbuster? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, that's literally what it is. They're blockbuster movies. Have movies gotten too artsy? Um, maybe, I don't know. Like our movies, like, yeah, our being artsy is good, but like, I don't know. I think some movies are artsy. Some movies are just, they're just good movies. I feel like some people just care too much if I'm being honest about whether or not a movie is artsy. I think the whole point of a movie is just escapism that can provide an audience somewhere to escape. If that's an artsy way or a non-artsy way, that's perfectly fine. But to complain about it not being artsy, like movies are escapism, man. If it's a good movie like this, but it's not artsy, why? Are you, how are you going to say it's bad just because it's did two point whatever billion dollars in the box office, and you don't like that because your Sundance winning movie did four hundred thousand? I think that's probably the issue right now. Is there's so many blockbuster movies? There definitely is an imbalance. Yeah, there's like ten million Fast and the Furiouses, but yeah, there's a lot of blockbuster movies that if you want your movie to be seen, you make it artsy. You yeah. do a low budget artsy movie, and people are going to see it. If it's not a blockbuster, if it's not artsy and it's just I'm gonna tell a story, it probably doesn't do good and you don't make money. But this is a good blockbuster. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'll, just saying, I think there about... are a lot of artsy movies, but that's because it's either blockbuster or artsy or animated for kids. Yeah. There isn't a whole lot of other movies being successful right now. You know what, let's uh let's let's finish with a good review. Wrap up the pod with a good review. Let's hear it from David, David, Bettencourt, of the Washington Post. Okay, established, well known, well known newspaper, respectable. Never heard of David Bettencourt. Thanos packs a heck of a punch in Infinity War. He pretty much punches everyone. It's yeah. the emotion behind those punches that will surprise you. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Alrighty, Ty. You got anything else? I got nothing else, Jay. That was a good movie list except for Anchorman 2. Okay. Um, Great bracket. I can't wait to win our bracket. I might still buy a Kirk Cousins shirt. Looking forward to the playoffs. I'm just saying... If if you get a Kirk Cousins shirt, we're posting it on our Twitter. I'm just saying if the Vikings beat the Saints and you get a FaceTime call from me, you better answer. (laughs) Look, I probably won't. And that's okay. There might not be a podcast next week if we lose to uh, the Vikings. Why does he just don't want to deal with me? I, I don't want to deal with life. <laughs> You'll be all right, Ty. I won't be. I'll be distraught. It's easier to win in the first round than... And it's on a Sunday, too. It's right before we record on a Monday. Yeah. Which, lucky for Victoria, it's the day after her birthday. The Saints? Saints game is on Sunday. Her, birthday's, her birthday's on, on a Saturday. Saturday. She's very lucky because... Yikes. <laughs> you imagine the fucking Vikings lose on her birthday? She would have been very upset with the me. Fu- the Vikings lose? Win. Yeah. Yeah. should have been very upset yeah i'm excited you got anything else jay i do not ty <laughs> be a good friend everybody